0: Are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. (laughs) I've been here. Um, Uh, Welcome to Talk Shoe, Legal Deception Community Call on this fine Thursday evening, uh, 7-8-2021. Today, we're going to have um, a special guest to speak with you, And remember that this is only for entertainment and educational purposes only, not to be misconstrued or intended to be legal advice in any way. These are just ideas and methods that have been used and done successfully. Tonight we're going to be having, um, let me see here, John and Sherry. And uh, I think the last name is Kelly. And they're the authors. And they'll be discussing on adverse possession and other information on how to search for things like um, maybe tax certificates and how they play a part in you being able to perhaps uh, save a piece of land, you know. And um, many people who may be... Uh, losing their homes and they need somewhere to go, well, this is the place to come to for the information. They should be here shortly because I was just chatting with them a moment ago. (laughs) Um, Oh, they're probably here now. Is that you, Sherry? Oh, maybe not. Okay, thank you. I'm just going to be waiting. They should be on. Let me see. Make sure they didn't text me and say they have a problem. Let me see. Um,
2: how do you uh, yeah. mute your phone?
1: How do I mute my phone?
2: How how do I mute my phone so that it's
1: not a distraction? I'll mute you right now. Okay. I just muted you. Um, I want to make sure they're not having uh, trouble logging in. Let me see here. Uh, amongst the okay, amongst the um <laughs> the mess of uh, text messages I get a day, um, i I want to apologize if I sent you sort of like a weird text because I would be texting somebody with a name that begins with J, and I and I was talking to somebody else named Jay. I think Jay knows who I'm talking about <laughs> because he's here on the call. So <laughs> I apologize. Um, Southern, do you want to make any announcements? Oh, I'm
0: going to a bike standing tonight.
1: You're going to what? I'm
3: playing bike stander tonight.
1: Oh, okay. I'm just, um, hold on, let's see. Okay, they're trying to get in right now. Let me see. Uh, I wonder why they can't get on. Hold on. Uh,
4: Okay. Sorry about that.
1: There's just a slight delay that they're having trouble Uh, Getting into the, um, I guess, into our program here. Yeah, I was in um, uh, training here. I'm back into the training mode, so. um, I don't know. I can probably
5: teach this
1: stuff later, but um Southern you know all about this kind of stuff so um how you write things is what gets you success and so um, maybe one day we'll do a show on that and I'll bring someone in to um, talk about it in depth about how to write up paperwork that is successful and and um, That's what I was doing before you called me, Southern. I was on the call with that individual. And um, they've had 14 successful outcomes so far.
5: Um,
1: Yeah, they're doing pretty good with the court cases. Um, Well, I've always said the sovereign citizen stuff. uh, Let me see what happened here. Oh, my God, let's see. What is this? Uh, I guess they can't get in. They might have to call in. Let me see here. Um, Yeah, they're not here yet. Um, Okay, let me just see what they're going to do.
5: They can just call in, I
1: think. Let me ask them if they want me to call them. All right, hold on one second. I'm going to I'm going to call them probably. Okay, I'm gonna call them right now. I'll be right back. Uh, All right, sorry uh, about
5: that. Um. Oh.
0: How I many of you are paying attention to that? Uh... But Lindsay Pelosi's commission on, on the uh, so-called insurrection of January 6th. Anybody following that? I think it's going to be hilarious myself, considering everybody sitting on that commission is a Democrat. And they
6: expect to get the truth out of the people. I'm sorry.
1: Hello. 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 And um, hold on. That's my. That's the host of the show, um, Southern. This is Sherry.
0: Hello, Sherry.
5: Hello. To and, nice to yeah, meet
1: you. And uh, it's John and Sherry Kelly. And tonight they're going to be talking about a little bit about adverse possession and how it works more or less and like i said it should not be construed as legal advice um it's just to teach you uh in a little bit about this stuff and they also have a book and i put it on legal deception and you can um uh, go to the website and if you want to buy the book uh, she writes it in detail and she's going to be updating that book to add some other uh, items to it of interest so with that Sherry and uh, John you you can start off and um, nice I want to thank you for being on the call well thank
6: you for inviting us.
1: yeah okay <laughs> So um, you want to tell them a little bit about the book that you've written and how you gathered up all this information.
6: Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We went on this journey <laughs> to um, find a place. Um, th- this, I'm going give you a little bit of background. We bought a home in, on tax sale in Pennsylvania, um, ended up fixing it up. Well, okay, um, I'm kind of
3: skipping. Well, it, we so. fixed it up, and then uh, we sold it and tried to come back down here, and uh, the housing prices were so high, we were trying to buy off tax sales here, and it just went through the roof Where even the ugliest houses that was out there. So we were racking up the hotel days from two months straight, and then finally we got the wild idea that um, adverse possession, if you pay the taxes right at the time before the tax sale, then um, put your AP paperwork in, Boom, we had it, and uh, um, at that point, because it was already going to tax sale, you know, we wanted to beat them to the punch because we knew we wouldn't win an auction, that um, it's free and clear of all liens because they've actually done their due diligence and no one stepped up to pay the taxes. So we ended up paying four years of taxes, actually, and the next year, so five total, and we walked right up to the property appraiser's office and we had our paperwork in hand, filled out and everything, and notarized. And um, I told them, I was like, we just paid five years of taxes on this home, and we're filing adverse possession. And, of course, the counter girl didn't know anything, how to do that. So I said it louder, and I guess they heard me in the back room, and a lady came out and said, um, I'll help them with that. <laughs> so um, that was about a year and a half ago. We've had no uh, repercussions or um, anything going on with it, um, we did our due diligence ourselves. Uh, we identified the owners of the home, tracked them down, trying to figure out what happened to them, where they went to, and then we you know, researched the mortgage on the house and you know, make sure it's free from anything like that. And um, then we just moved in. We, of course, it wasn't keys, so we opened up the back door. The sliding glass door is really easy to do. And yeah, and we shampooed the carpets, we cleaned the counters, and we moved in. And that was a year and a half ago. It's really easy. And the paperwork that you turn in that's in the book actually makes, changes it from criminal trespass to um, legal occupying the home. So now it's a civil matter. So if they want you out, it's civilly, not gunpoint with a sheriff. So you're, you're good there. And um, when you do this through the, the proper channels at the property appraiser's office, they have to pay you back if the person wants the home back.
6: So you do. It's the paperwork states that you have no interest in the home, but that's not necessarily true. Because of what you put into the home, um, you you paid the back taxes. You got it. You redeemed it. You got it off the tax sale. And then um, if you did any work to the home, you know, any renovations, when you do it adverse possession, you – have to do it as if it were your own home. You have to have it in your mind that this is your home. So if anyone were to come up to you and ask you if this is your home, you would have to tell them if you you know, you have to believe that it is your home. You are the new homeowner.
3: Yeah. As a matter of fact, the first day here the neighbors from across the street came over and um, introduced themselves and asked them what we were doing and we told them we bought it off tax of mill which is technically correct. We bought it off of the tax bill. <laughs> so it's not like you're hiding or anything. And, you know, we've been over their house and, uh, you know, our cars are in the driveway. You're not hiding at all. I mowed the grass, I pressure washed the house, painted the shutters, you know, and just part of the neighborhood. Um, I've got an interest in the property. Now we've got, um, what about 10, 10, 5 to get in, 10,500 to get in the house.
6: Right. So it's not, it's not you're getting a house for free because you actually do have to, um, depending on the home, you have to, in Florida, you have to actually pay the liens off of the home. Um, but they give you one year from the time you put your paperwork in to pay any liens on the home. And liens
3: would be like code enforcement where they mow the high grass. Uh, incidentally, that's how you find these homes the high grass. They look a little run down. And you go by at nighttime and you're looking, is there a car in the driveway? Any lights on in the house? You know. And you write down that address and you get busy researching. And then the book tells you exactly what to research and and come to the conclusion, is it viable? Can we do this one? Do we want to do this one? Or look for another one? They're everywhere. I mean, especially here in Florida because uh, a lot of the people from Canada didn't come back. They, they're staying in Canada. Right. They have no intention of returning.
6: We did talk to some people in Um, when we were looking at places before we found this one, and we were talking to Canadians and they were, it was like they knew that something was getting ready to happen. They must have been told you're not going to be able to go back down to, you know, your residence in Florida, or they decided that, you know, they're not coming back down to Florida for whatever reason. But um, that's, (laughs) we kind of, didn't understand why they weren't going to come back the following year but since COVID happened
3: so and there's been some um deaths and the houses just sit no grandchildren no no children that want the houses they don't want to come back down from north to get a Florida house I don't know why but um we found a house just the other day we were going to do something else and um it was like whoa look at that one <laughs>
6: right and mom, we're helping my son's with um, his friend is looking for a home, and we found one. It's getting ready to go up on tax sale. It was like ten um, thousand two
5: hundred eighty dollars
6: um, that to get it redeemed to take it off the tax sale. We talked to uh, some of the people around the, the area because we wanted to go look at it. Um, they they said that the people left four years ago and just just never came back. It, they just abandoned everything. The house was. Now, when you get a home like this, it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a walk-in, clean home that, you know, you can move right in. It's been empty. There's more likely you're going to get a a home that has furniture in it, people left clothing, people left food in the thing, people, you know, the refrigerator um, full of stuff, you know, because – they, you know, left it hastily, or they just decided, you know what, let's just start all over again. So you may have to do some clean up um, to these types of homes.
3: Like the one we just mentioned, um, you could—we didn't even could tell that there was a swimming pool in the backyard because of the overgrowth. All these little trees shooting up everywhere, and they're like, oh my gosh, there's a pool back there,
6: you know? So that one was a, a three-bedroom, two, two and a half bath with a swimming pool. Um, Well, adverse um, possession, um, there's some requirements that have to be met in order to do an adverse possession. You have to be um, in possession of the home. You have to take actual possession. Live in it. Live in it. Be open and visible to people. um, So your neighbors, you can't just kind of like – Um, Try to sneak in at midnight so your neighbors don't know you're living there. You have to be notorious, and you have to be hostile to the the rights of the owner. Um, Hostile, in this case, doesn't mean that you have to hate them or whatever. Um, It means that you have to um, take possession of the home without their um, consent. That would be, if you got their consent, then the adverse possession would not work.
3: Yeah, because oh. it, it changes it. It's not adverse possession anymore. So we know where um, the homeowners of our home are. They're in a the nursing home, 92 years old. I don't expect them to fight for the house. So, you know, if you do your due diligence and find out who owned it and, and then start looking online for their family and, you know, just kind of scope it out, you can get a house, you know, for around $10,000, 4 years, 10000 if you're looking at a bigger house, exactly. it's more. Yeah, yeah, it depends.
6: I I wouldn't over um, indulge in getting a home that uh, too much of a home for you to afford. Um, if the taxes are, you know, $15,000 a year and you know that you're not going to be able to come up with $15,000 a year, then um, I wouldn't seek out that type of home, seek out that kind of homes that you're able to afford and know that you will be able to pay the taxes on. Um, when you do this, I um, mean, it may sound like a lot, you know, but you're looking at uh, homes that, um, or you're looking at you don't have any tax, um, you don't have any rent, rent or
3: mortgage or
6: mortgage or any payments on the home. So you can always take your your um, amounts that you would normally pay, say um, fifteen hundred dollars or on rent or or mortgage and apply that to any, the liens, if there's any liens on the home, um, or just save it up for your next tax year. Um, but you have to um, be able to live in the home uninterrupted, not necessarily meaning that you have to be there 24-7. Hey, you can go
3: away for the weekend or but vacation. But...
6: What would a normal owner be? If you're a, um, and I, I did read about this, that if you're normally a, um, Snowbird, um, then that would be considered a normal use of the home, where you're there half the time just or in the winter. half the year. But that would be a normal use of the home. Um, I'm sure that they would prefer someone there year-round because it helps with the um, the community, the the neighborhood.
3: Neighbors love us moving in it. We've really made this house look nice, and that's the best way to you know just let let it go through. You know you have to be notorious like they said and you have to control the property that you know what you're going to do and in Florida you have to cultivate so I planted some plants looks pretty so um it, it was a win-win for everybody because the neighborhood got the house fixed up instead of tall grass and an empty house and um it isn't saving us a lot of money because the taxes is usually maybe two to three hundred dollars saving every month for the end of the year's tax right. that's all you have to pay
6: right you so, know if
3: there's no mortgage there's no rent rent here for this type of house be like 1200 to maybe 1500 a
6: month so we're saving
3: a lot (laughs) a
6: lot um
1: which is a good thing
6: it
3: definitely (laughs) is i highly recommend to do it i mean if you're out there looking for a home and you know, you're meeting the same dead ends that we have where it's like if it's reasonable, someone's already got an offer on it or, you know, it's just too hard to get into these homes. They move so fast here.
6: Right. I I know I talked to um, this one guy and he was telling me that um, normally Florida in the summertime would be a dead time. It's not season. And right now, because all of the people that are converging and moving out of the other states and coming down to Florida, I'm sure um, I in um, and Texas and um, um, Tennessee and, and, and State, Arizona North and North Carolina and New Mexico, these are all states that, in tech, uh, yeah, all these states are the states that these people from like say New Jersey and New York and California, they're selling their homes out there and their, their homes that have such a high value that when they come to, these southern estates, their their house, their value is so much less than what they just received from the sale of their home. So they can pay cash. And and he was saying that these people were having their wives sit on the computer all day looking at Zillow. And as soon as one popped up, they were out looking at the house. Yeah. So, these um, ones
3: nobody's looking at. They're like, ugh. So you know, you get this wide open market for you—you could find a nice little house, move into. You know that—that's the size of the down payment you'd put into a house, anyways, and that's one-time fee to pay the taxes on it. And like some of them do have like high grass fines and stuff, you can pay that over the time because you don't pay rent. So it's—it's it's really a good thing. And Florida's not the only place you can do this. The, we live here, so we did it for here. But um,
6: each state has we, their own. Um, Time frame, like Florida is seven years. You have to AP a home for seven years, and then you can apply for a quiet title if you choose to um, receive a title or a deed. But that's um, if you choose to live there and not sell the home. Then it's not necessary that you do that because the county already has your paperwork in, so they know that you've been there since the time that you wrote on the paperwork. Um,
3: After seven years, um, we'll have this house, and um, we could go do another one after that. You know, it's one per customer kind of thing, but, you know, now after this one will be done, we only got five and a half years left now, so, I mean, it goes fast. And then you could go do another house.
6: Right. You could actually do it.
1: years goes in a flash.
6: (laughs) Right? It does. Yeah. Especially nowadays. It seems like time is. I mean, it's already July. Half the year is already over. Yeah. Crazy.
3: But it also moves fast doing this, too, because we paid the taxes, seen the property appraiser, called the power company, had the power turned on, and um, came in into the house and cleaned it up and moved right in. We were in there within a couple days.
6: Now, there there may be some requirements in um, in the county that we're in, um, in order for us to get the because the property tax includes the um, the disposal of trash, the garbage disposal, um, they required us to um, send in a copy of the AP because normally that would go to be billed to the actual homeowner.
3: And that copy is the one that's signed by the property appraiser. You just send them a copy of yeah.
6: that. Um, so there's... What, some, is,
1: um, what is AP? Adverse AP Possession is, Form. We just bought AP. Okay.
6: Um, there's other states that, I mean, it can go as high as almost 30 years. 25, 30 years on, on different states that, you know, so you want to look up the requirement for your state on how long you would have to do an AP for.
3: Yeah, um, and some of them you just do an affidavit and you turn it into the clerk of court, letting them know that you're adversely possessing a home, and that's all.
6: Whereas Florida has their own form, and they got a new form out. Um, I don't <laughs> that recommend form, that one. That form they dropped the, um notary, on it and once they drop the notary I feel like that that form is just a just a notice and it's not it doesn't have any value it's a
3: worthless piece of paper in a courtroom
6: but the old form that they had was one that had the notary on it the signature and because the notary is a officer of the state the uh, that officer has the power to um, convey property so that would be um, definitely something that you would want is to have a notary sign.
1: Can they sign over? Like you can create a, a notarial certificate and staple it to the back of your...
3: Oh, no. The form we have actually in the book shows the new form and the old form. And uh-huh. anybody that you know wants some those forms, they're in there. And um, it shows you they took the notary section right off of the so we have the one we used is the one with the notary seal area. I mean, you could
1: still use the old form though, right?
6: You could. Oh, yeah, definitely use the old form but because I, they they will have to accept it anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, right,
3: right. But some notaries have where they can just stamp the whole lines in there and everything, and then they fill it in. So if you found one like that, you could even use a new form with a blank area, and they just, you know, or you can draw it in. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right, but, right, right. The, um the weight of the seal is very important.
1: I was going to say, um, when you're doing this, uh, in the book, right, the ideas that are given is based on the state of Florida, but the tips and things that you give, would it be very helpful to help people find the rules and regulations to doing it in their state, like keywords oh, yeah. and things?
3: Exactly, the terminology. And yes. You can see the um, work study that's in the book it tells you how to you know look for these things and right. what sites you go to so you just have to find it the same site in the same a different state and they're right. pretty easy to find once you know what you're looking for right um, you'll find it and then um fortunately in florida we have uh, wide open um electronic records so we can check a lot more than some
1: states can right right, right. um some
6: states you have to get some some counties even in florida in some counties you actually have to go. To the county to see um, what um, homes or what properties are available. So,
1: do, if, do they not announce those things in the newspaper though? They do.
6: Okay, they, huh. what they do is there's what's called a tax certificate. Yeah. Um, they do um, announce that there's going to be a tax deed auction mm-hmm. um, in the papers, but. How Florida does it, and I'm not sure how other states do it. Um, Every state has a different way of, you know, um, doing their tax deed sales. Some of them may um, require that if they miss one half payment, like Pennsylvania, if they miss a half-year payment, then it automatically goes up for tax auctions at the end of the year.
3: Yeah, and Um, and here in Florida, four years and then – They put it up for sale and actually auction the house off
6: right they have what's called tax certificate sales and they do it once a year here in florida Okay. okay the tax certificate sales. um there's a there's a website and i have it in the book there's a website you can go to that will give you the information on you know how many back um how many back years of delinquent taxes they have um what the face value of it now the tax certificate already sold out, but it's not that you're wanting to buy a tax certificate because you're not you don't have any interest in the home at that point. if you buy a tax certificate, you're more like a bank
3: lending money lending to money county. to the
6: county to pay off the delinquent tax, and what the what the state does is they require that the person who is buying a tax certificate bid on the interest rate, rate. Um, the highest it can go is 18%. But the lower the interest rate, that would be the person who would win. So win that bid. So if you can get it to like, you know, a quarter percent or, you know, a half a percent or 1% or 3%, 9%, um, they're going to go with the lowest um, bid.
3: But when they put these up for tax auction, they're – and uh, taking the full amount of all the different tax deeds and combining them, and that's their minimum bid price. Now, there's two types of adverse possession. We currently have um, without color of that's title,
6: right?
3: meaning we bought it before the tax sale, so they're not gonna issue a tax deed. Now, if you buy it from the auction and pay a lot more, you're gonna get it-
6: With color of title. Yeah. But you're, as,
3: but you're still but adverse possession.
6: Possessive. A lot
3: of people don't realize that because the owner can come back within a year. Or I think it's
6: three years. Three years, it's three years in Florida.
3: And claim the house um, back. Of course, they have to pay you back. Everywhere you go on this, you get paid back if the owner
1: comes back. Already okay.
6: So, um, um, which is, um, you're here. not really losing anything. No.
3: So. Right. Right. The payments will come from the court because the court, if, someone, if the owner walked in and made the payment, then we get the check, but we have to leave.
1: Well, you haven't had any problems so far, right? No, no. not a one. Now, okay.
5: there's
6: one other thing in Florida and probably in the other states, but this is uh, the law they just um, passed not so long ago, was that if the owner makes the payment? If the true owner makes the payment or the owner of record makes the payment before, you know, even after, before April, yeah, before of the April first 1st. Year,
3: yeah, of the first year, you're adversely possessed. You,
6: um, then they can, their um, their payment over supersedes your payment because they are the, you know, the owner of record. And it
3: wipes out your adverse possession, but you get everything you put into it back.
6: You get your money back.
3: So you, however long you're in there, that's free stay plus your money's back. But I, you just pick them right. You have to look, you know, where you get it. Where's the person? Where are they at? You know that kind of thing.
6: Right. You don't want to, and you don't want to get a AP a home that has a mortgage on it. Um, that's why I like it
3: right before the tax auction. That's the safest bet because they've already sure. sent the letters out. And yeah, I have a
7: question. Why, why, why do you believe this stuff? I mean, I mean, just this is very interesting. I, I love this stuff. Um, so I'm um, okay. just wondering where worth the claim and uh, how can I help settle the matter? I mean, could it be so simple? A, uh, what 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 goes on here? Uh, the, this is very interesting.
2: Okay, let me let me. Okay, let Give me explain it to you. Okay, I'm gonna make a statement, and it is in no way. I don't know who you are. It's in no way for me to insult you or any of that. But I want you to yeah. defend it if you don't mind, okay? Yeah. You're the dumbest guy on the phone call tonight. Now you defend that if you don't mind. Yeah, for I a reason. Yeah.
7: for a reason. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's for You're a reason. The yeah.
5: Guy on the call. I tonight.
7: love. Yeah, this is good. Okay. Love Excellent. Love it. Hey, okay.
5: Okay.
2: you love it. You love oh. it. That's no, awesome. what
7: I mean is what I mean is uh, is for you know, like for for knowledge, you know, you know, to help everybody else on the call. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay, now, I want, you to, I want you to defend it. You're the dumbest guy on the call, now defend it. You're in court, you have to defend it, so defend it.
7: Okay, uh, where's the claimant?
2: Well, the claimant is the government.
7: Okay, uh, can they come forth, can uh, hopes that all the matter?
2: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We got an attorney right here. The attorney will come up, go ahead. Oh,
7: yep. ex- excellent, We're, excellent. They're
2: represented by the, by the attorney. Oh, now, so you're
7: willing to pay surety that, for the matter? Oh, you're willing to put up charity for the matter? Absolutely. Uh, you won't, oh, beautiful. See,
2: see, what you try, see, what you, see what you're trying to do. Now, let's reverse it. You say that to me, and I'm going to show you how I would defend. Okay.
5: <laughs> okay.
6: okay.
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want you to go ahead. Go ahead.
6: Okay. So, uh, um, well, the the thing about an AP, you don't have to be in a certain standing. You don't have to like turn in your birth certificate. You don't have hey, to redeem yourself. Um, anyone can do
5: Wait, Hold on, on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hey,
2: Money Mike, it's your turn to ask the question of, to make the statement of care. You're the dumbest guy in the room. Go ahead, so I can show you how to answer it. Okay. He so, didn't answer. He,
7: apparently he can't. No, no, no. no I anymore. was away for a second. Uh, though, man, I, I wasn't acquiescing. Uh, so basically, uh, yes, uh, I just want to know who the claim is so I can help settle the matter. Uh, no,
2: wait, okay. wait, wait. Again, wait, wait. okay. Uh, again, what you're doing. Wait a minute. He's
1: going to let him answer the question before you attack somebody. Um, let him answer and he'll, he's going to tell you how he would defend the matter.
2: I want you to tell everybody that I'm the dumbest guy on here, and then I'll try to finish it. You tell them I'm the dumbest guy on here. And I'm going to show you how to answer it, so that you don't have to get into all that let's, because they've heard that say. they're going to break it off in you. All right. So all right, tell let's. Everybody, I'm the dumbest guy on the phone slot. All right. So and let's say, ahead. let's
7: say, let's say that I said that. So uh, now what happens?
2: Thank you. What let's proof do you listen. have that I'm the dumbest? And then I shut my mouth.
7: There we go. I you love made, it.
2: You made the accusation. I yep. do not have to. Yep. I only have to defend. I do not have to prove. <clears> so <throat> yeah. So you're telling me, well, well, you have a claim. What so right. you So I can, I can right. for the next and few they, hours. And they I make, part
7: and, I, and, and they make and they make claim. claims, and then I'll say, what evidence do you have of that, or something like that, or yada yada. Yeah. Okay. Good I, point.
2: Okay. I, okay. Alright. Then I would ask.
6: But then I would ask you, did you fill out a 10:40? What's a 10:40? Well, does anyone have any questions regarding that no, adverse possession? What do you mean by,
7: you mean by 1040? Uh, I do. I do have a question.
6: What is it?
7: It's not being dumb. It's okay, just so... like, you know, it's like you got to play. Wait a
1: young. minute. Like you... If you all talk over each other, the answers never come out. Yeah. Um, Take our time. Give it a moment. Um, let's see what the question is, because I know some of the people that have these homes in Florida. And I know someone here in Texas that speaking to Sherry, she reminded me of our friend uh Dr. J who has I don't know how many homes under the adverse possession. I just um he travels a lot so I have a difficult time sometimes getting a
4: hold of him. I really but
2: I don't do mortgages mortgages and i don't do that what i do is i show jurisdiction and i and my specialty are taxes property taxes sales
0: taxes why, why are we playing a recording of carrie Zolman right now i don't understand
1: huh a recording of what
0: uh, am i the only one hearing it
7: uh could it be this is live i don't understand Mike, what are you talking about Mike. i'm okay Mike.
0: so i had a question on advertising. <laughs> yeah, i'm still being
7: I'm, I'm the dumb guy here what's going on
2: Okay, hold it. What know, is man. going on? You,
7: you what do you a hear? call or something? No, I'm just asking the question.
1: No, no, bad? no. I think um, somebody said they're hearing something.
0: I'm hearing a Carrie Zolman gonna... uh, audio muted. about somebody proving that they're the dumbest person in the room or something yeah. like that.
6: Your... Yeah, I'm hearing that as well. You have been muted by the moderator.
0: OK, I don't hear it now.
1: Oh, no?
6: No, I, I don't hear it now. OK. OK, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Um, no, I don't
1: know. I didn't hear anything. I, I guess some people. Good. I guess... OK, question
6: okay.
5: on adverse
1: possession?
6: It. I'm sorry?
0: Can I ask the question on adverse possession?
6: Yes, you can.
0: Okay, so say the, the true owners come back and they go to the county and they bring the tax record up to date and pay you off and the county sends you a check for what you paid them. Like, How do you get paid back for like uh, the roof repairs and the other uh, repairs you put into the house?
6: So what, what you do is you definitely want to keep all of your receipts, all of the um, work that you put into the house, um, they would actually have to um, take you to court. So then that's when you would countersue for all of the expenses that you put in. You mow the lawn. You know, I um, what you would want to do is make sure that you put it, probably in a spreadsheet would be the best and charge what your normal rate for the area would be. So... You wouldn't put ten thousand dollars to mow the grass each time, you know that's unreasonable. But thirty-five dollars right. or fifty dollars, whatever your your area, you know, is um, reasonable, or what what it does, um, then charge what the area's average is. And then each time you do it, like you painted the walls, you put new carpet in, you you know, updated the kitchen, you. Whatever it is, keep all your receipts. This is, shows proof that you've been taking care of, you know, the home as if it were your own. And then the judge right. will see that, you know, you've been keeping all of your um, receipts intact and and will most likely find in your favor because you're the one who's been keeping keeping up the home.
1: I have a good question for you. Um, What if, right, you're going to lose your home, okay? Okay. And you're going to go under foreclosure and stuff, and then they – is that what they call the tax sales when they foreclose on you?
6: Um, No, that's – if it's a mortgage, then, you know, that would be a mortgage foreclosure. But if it's where it's delinquent in taxes, then it would be a tax foreclosure or just a tax deed um, sell
1: okay so, so if there was a mortgage then people would be bidding and what the highest bidder wins
6: It yes generally that's what happens in in the county where they they put it on auction here in yeah. florida you can go online and and multiple people bid and then okay. if it goes over the, that amount right then the county collects that money and puts it in escrow until you decide to go and talk to the clerk and say, you know, I want whatever the overage is of the, the mortgage, that, the amount that needed to be paid off. But, okay. um, but what you're trying but, to do in this case is kind of slide in before it goes into the tax deed sale so right. you can get it at the lower end right. of the, the cost. Yeah, we did yeah. ours the night before, the day before the auction. um <clears throat> We redeemed it, so the, it, they took it off the tax sale.
1: Okay. Okay. So you had to get as close as you can to the tax sale well, date, right?
6: Well, yeah. is you know that gives you an opportunity. It's the safest. It gives you an opportunity to see if anyone steps forward to um, redeem the home. And
3: they've already done certified mails to everybody involved, so they've never responded.
6: Right. They do um, send out, you know, they do um, send out letters to the homeowner, and if there's a mortgage on the home, they'll send it to the bank. And anyone who has an a, a interest in the home, they'll send it out to them.
1: Um,
3: copies
6: of it? And, um
3: Yeah,
5: it's due
6: diligence. Yeah, it's your due diligence. You would um, once they once they send it out to them, they give them an opportunity, and they mail them like two or three times to make sure that they know it says, you know, Mm -hmm. your house is up for tax sale, and it's going to be sold on such and such date. Uh, If you know, if you have an interest in the home to to redeem it, then to call the um, county so you can make you know, the arrangements to pay it. Um, if they don't do that, then they gave up pretty much their right at that point. Um, in our case, it, this house had a reverse mortgage on it. And when we did the search, the reverse mortgage stated that the bank, if the, if the owner didn't make the, the, the tax. tax payments, that the bank would pick up the tax payments and tack it on to the backside of that that reverse mortgage and then they would take it out of the payments that were, they were sending to the homeowner, but the bank never did. And when they got their, um, their paperwork as well saying, you know, the taxes are needing to be paid, please pay this amount. They never did. They never did for four years. And then when it went up for tax sale, they never did at the tax sale. So that kind of like, they kind of broke their contract with the homeowners at that point, and that's how we see that because they said that they would pick up the taxes if the homeowner didn't, and the homeowner didn't right. pay the taxes, and but we wow. didn't. So <laughs> it kind of gives you um, a better standing when it goes to the tax, right on the tax um, cell.
5: You can't pay yeah. the <laughs>
6: Generally, I know the
1: guy that I was telling you about from Texas. Yes. Well, he also does this in California. That's why it's hard for me to get a hold of him. Okay. But he was telling me he had to rush to California because he had a an adverse possession home, right? Okay. And I guess they had to go to court because the owners came back and they wanted the house. So um, he prepared this lady that was living there and said that, yeah, you take all the receipts now, and I think they photocopied all the receipts that they spent on the house. Right. And Literally. I think they did some kind of counterclaim to say, okay, you know what, you got to pay us for all the things that we did, and we need 30 days to move or something like
6: that. Right, and that that's only fair, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if the people have been gone for, you know, four years and then right. you know they I don't know what the statute of limitations for them in Florida it's one year what's called lashes if they realize that you're you're in their home and after a year they sit on their rights to remove you from that home then they they lose out on being able to evict you from the home so right we that's what he said.
1: he was like um yeah I got to go to California and I'm going to help this lady. The owners came back and, you know, they need, and and the court date was set and everything. And I think he said that the judge agreed and gave her time to move. Right. And the money. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. But he, he said that one came out good. And he had asked me one day, I just didn't really pay it any mind. He said, I'm going to come up there where you're at and find you a nice house. I know what to look for. Oh, okay. (laughs) But he knows the Florida rules. I just haven't heard from him in a while because he's busy tending Mm -hmm. to all these houses that he's gotten. But not for himself. He helps other people. Right. And they pay him, like, to mow the lawn, to, to repair them, you know, to repair the place right so he's actually finding the houses and getting people into them but he makes his money by fixing the places yeah
3: because you you can't rent them out so that's a good way of doing that right
6: and if you that's that's one of the requirements you cannot rent the house out right Um, you you can have someone stay with you Um, Mm -hmm. they can help you pay your electric but that's not rent that's a normal expense that you would pay monthly with You right. know, it's not rent um, or help pay for the groceries or whatever. But right. actually to make a profit, that would be stealing from the true owner. Until you become the true owner on record after a lot of time, Florida seven years, you cannot rent the place out. Otherwise, that's stealing from the true owner.
1: That's right. He doesn't charge any rent to these people, right? Right. He just, you know, like say you get a house, right, and you don't know how to landscape. Okay. But you want to fix the yard up and make it look really nice. Or you want to have it painted, but you don't know. You know, like if something's broken and they pay him for all the repairs.
6: Oh, see, that's, that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah, he's not making any rental money. He's fixing those places for the people that took the adverse possession. And he'll do, like, a landscaping uh, job or he'll do the painting or repair something that's broken. Or the clean um, out. Huh?
6: The clean-outs, like, if you get a yeah, home that like, needs to be cleaned out before they move in.
1: Yeah, that's what he does. And he's, he's really good at this. But, you know, um, <laughs> I had told him in the beginning, like, I don't know if I want to live in one of those homes now, but it's not because I, I'm ashamed to live in them. I just don't want someone coming trying to kick my door in.
6: This uh, way, they
3: won't do it. Start two on your phone.
6: If you um,
0: will hit start two right now. All right.
6: Okay. Um, if you um, All right. question if, that if, way. if you if you put the paperwork in with the county, right. Hail then Hail they're Mary. not gonna. I mean, Wait, if somebody
1: somebody has to mute themselves out because we can hear. Overlap.
5: If you, okay. put
6: the pa- if you put the paperwork in to the county, right. right? The county is aware that you're there. In this case, and here in Florida, they they told us that they had they're under the obligation to tell the sheriff that we are adversely possessing a home. Um, yeah. In some cases, the sheriff may come out to see, you know, how you're keeping up the house, or you know, whatever. But they didn't, they probably drove by when we first came by, came here. But um, for the most part, um, no one, it it wouldn't be that way. They would have to do a legal, do it legally, go through the courts. They would have to do a quiet title for ejectment. And then they could eject you after they do a quiet title to get the, um, and see, you could, you could actually talk to them at that point. If they're trying to get you out, you can say, Hey, Okay, so this is what happens. You know, we pay the taxes for four years, seven years, five years, six years, whatever it is. We've right. um, improved your home. This is our, you know, what we have in receipts. If you want me to do a quick claim back to you so the title is no longer clouded, you know, this is what you need to pay me. And if they say no, um, you know, the courts will find that you'll most likely finding your favor that you, you maintain the property. Right. If you keep good records. Right. Um, I would agree. I mean, like, you know, it sounds
1: like, um, you know how a long time ago in the Old West, uh, people would come into town, right?
6: Right.
1: And what was the first thing they would do is come out and introduce themselves to the sheriff. Yep. And yeah, like they would go out and introduce themselves to the sheriff and they would tell them what their intentions were uh, being in that town so that the sheriff doesn't get suspicious. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing. It's just that you have to do it now on paper.
6: Right, that's probably what it is. And there's too many people, too many places. It, it does ask you on the form, you know, what pretty much what you're, you are. Plan on doing with the property, and I said this is going to be our abode, so yeah, um, where we're going to stay. So, you know, we didn't have any other plans for it. Now, right. I know they made um, lots of different laws in Florida because people would come up before what was happening is people would find homes, adversely possess them, and then they would rent them out to, you know, different people. They're making all kinds of money, so they, they had to stop that. So in yeah, like in Hillsboro, they they right they give you a a warning, you know that we will tell the sheriff that you're going to be there, and you know they try to dissuade you from doing this. They, right. Um, but I this is something that um if you are in need of a place to live, you can't afford um you know a home the traditional way of going through and getting a mortgage or whatever. you can't, right. right now, the h- housing prices are so high that you can't even do that. In our case, we um, were willing – we were going to rent someone's home. We were willing to pay one year in advance, but no one would um, even – because at that point, because we lived in Pennsylvania, we moved down to Florida, we didn't have jobs at the time, they wouldn't even entertain even taking the money for the entire year so we were you know burning through money going you wow. know at the hotel rooms, and we, we were losing money left you know so quick and then we're like we're not going to be able to afford anything at this rate um right. so we ended up getting a, a camper staying on my sister's property and then when we found this home we're like okay We can do this right (laughs) so if you're in a position where you you have some money a little bit of money um to get it out of for you know the tax cell but you know maybe not have enough money to get all the liens caught up but you can do that later on you can make payment arrangements um, or you know over the year if you if you're in need then this is a a, vi- a viable option for you. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you: If you pay off those liens, doesn't that give you more leverage? If you pay off the liens,
6: it yeah. does. It really the does. The higher
3: you can run it up, the harder it is for the previous owner to get in.
6: Yeah, you want to make it as um, un un um, attractive. attractive to them as possible. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> by um, you know painting, you know pressure washing the roof and the, yeah. the the outside, making the house look nice, you know, uh-huh. maintaining the lawn. Um. All
1: part of your log you're supposed to keep. <laughs> hey, that's the reason why they come back is because you put all that hard work into it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but it all has a price. Yeah. Non-mobile, you write down your amount for that. It has to be reasonable. Right. But um, you keep track of everything you do. If, you, if you're physically doing something, you, right. know, you write it down how much time you put into it and what's it work.
1: Right, right,,
3: yeah,
1: and I don't see why, um, I mean, I understand that they're the owners, but you know the county should always be I'm not gonna say always be in your favor if they pay off the tax right, and they pay you for your services, but I mean, you did maintain the home, and you know what, they have to collect those taxes
5: exactly. somehow
1: or some way. I don't know who they pay those taxes to, but, you know, they need that. That's why they have those liens where they're cutting the grass themselves, um, Mm -hmm. probably paying for fumigation. Because, remember, these houses later on start collecting rats and stuff. Right, if
6: they're just sitting there, yeah.
1: I'm laughing because I was looking at a house the other day that I bid on it and i really like this house and i'm still kind of burned up that somebody else overbid me but you know i noticed i was looking across the street i was like you know i'm looking at this house here i bet y'all there's a lot of rats in there like all i saw were Uh. abandoned you know like everything was thrown out you know like for the like trash that was thrown out um it looked like the garage was used to do mechanics
5: Oh, right. and it yeah. was
1: just like what you said. The graph was so high. Uh huh. But See, I didn't probably, really.
6: <laughs> that's probably one of the homes that you could probably, um, if yeah. you did some research, you could probably adverse possess that.
1: I don't want it because, you know what? I would be always <laughs> living across the street from the one that I really wanted. Right, right. <laughs> every time I get up and I'm and then when you turn the right hand corner of that. Um, neighborhood. That's the other house that I was gonna oh, buy yeah. and I didn't get. So I don't want to look at those two houses every <laughs> time I drive
6: I, I. That's understandable.
1: Yeah. Now, some of
6: the houses
3: you see won't have high grass,
5: but mm-hmm.
3: they're kind of a hidden one because the flower beds are overgrown and yeah. somebody was mowing the grass for them. And it turned out this house that we got had no code enforcement lanes because one of the neighbors. Like the man that lived here before, and he mowed the grass, but he never weeded the flower beds. So that's another thing I look for because they were like three feet high of grass in the flower beds, which oh, wow. is a violation.
1: But the okay. grass was made. Yeah, I just thought about that when you were describing the houses. I'm like, I was um saying, oh my god, that that's hideous and we would live across the street from that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the neighbors across
3: the street from us are so very happy with us. Right. Oh my.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean if you abandon your place, I mean, I could understand where you want to stand your ground because you you even though you're taking possession of a home, but it's better than nobody being in there, and it's an eyesore for the rest of the neighborhood. And I think it even brings down the value. It yeah. does.
6: It does bring down the value for the other homeowners. Right. So it's, they would rather have probably you inside the home, taking care of the home and maintaining it, and it's it's in a decent, you know, presentation. And it's safe. And, for and it's the neighborhood. safe for the neighborhood. Because there's going to be less crime. Generally, if you go in, less crime you know, versus, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the abandoned homes, kids go in and vandalize them, and, yeah. and it, that brings down the value of the homes. Oh, wow. Um, the county actually sees the person who actually pays the taxes, the, the owner.
3: Yeah, actually about a year after we were here, the property appraiser came out and was taking pictures and measuring the buildings and real polite and everything. And so I was like, uh-oh, our taxes are gonna go up. <laughs> Oh it would be wow! Much better, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, listen. Every time somebody comes into the yard, I would be pretty leery about what do they want now. No, but it's not um,
3: like that for us. I mean, we know what we did. We're confident yeah. in it, and it's our home. We we go yeah. out to the store. We come back to our home, and you you get that feeling after a little while. It takes yeah. a little while, but you get it, and then when you start you know, doing things in the house and fixing things up. Making and, it your own. Yeah. Then you, you know
1: it's your own home. Right. And you know other people that have done this too, so. Yeah. I mean, so far it's successful.
5: As long as yep. you know and it's your own home, some... that's fine.
1: Huh?
7: Yeah, as long as you know it's your own home, that's fine. Uh, otherwise, you know, like anybody who had uh, a loyal title, uh, you know, you got to be careful on that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's why we say due, due diligence on the former owners because, if, like I said, ours were in a nursing home. They're not coming out. Um, they're just going to be there till their days are over, and um, our days are ticking by on the seven years. Every day it's one less, you know, and it's like make sure you get the right house. Just check everything. Right. No grandchildren that's going to come by, you know, that kind of thing. But grandkids can't afford what you're running the bills up for anyways. You
1: know, lawn mowing. Yeah. <laughs> even if you left them the house legally, uh, they can't afford it. Even with a mortgage they couldn't afford it. I mean, uh Yeah. It's like oh, I was yeah, telling my granddaughter.
3: You
7: yeah, won't be getting like this home if I buy
5: it. Huh? Sorry for
7: interrupting. Sorry for interrupting. But even if so like free and clear, you still gotta be careful because uh there's always gonna be someone out there, you know, that, that are gonna be <laughs> testing you, you know, to, to, oh, you know, yeah. to to get you from out from under yeah yeah we've
3: that. got so many realtors offering to sell the house that's a big no-no
5: oh boy
3: we get a lot of those realtors doing that i don't know why that just kind of started
1: yeah because it's a seller's market right now and so um like you were saying about zillow oh yeah, so, yeah they're everywhere here like down the street from where i'm at they bought up like four properties that weren't for sale the person really did try to sell their place but i think they couldn't sell it because then i saw the zillow sign it said that they owned it that now that means they bought it oh.
6: it's probably because they were in a desperate need of um to uh, sell the home they probably needed money and they probably knew that they couldn't sell it as fast as they would like to have so in zillow if you go to zillow you can go to their site and it says, you know, um, click here, and we'll make an offer on your home. So, and if it's in an area that Zillow feels is a a hot area that they could make money off of it, they're going to, you know, give you an offer. And if you want, you know, you accept their offer, then Mm -hmm. within 30 days or whatever, you'll have Mm -hmm. your check and you don't even have to do anything.
1: No, you're right, you're right, because the other houses that I saw that Zillow purchased, they were gone in, like, 48 hours. Right. So, (laughs) I'm thinking, like, um, you know, what I've been seeing is that people who would do that, you know, I'll ask the realtor, like, you know, remember I told you about the house that I saw that when I stepped into it, I thought it was in 1970s.
5: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, outside, I'm telling you, it was beautiful. But when I went inside, I stepped, I stepped back in time, and everything, even the refrigerator and the stove and everything, it was off from the Um, seventies. Yes, it wasn't new. Like they used to. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, but I knew it wasn't new because it looked like it was about seventy or (laughs) something years old. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, and so what I'm noticing, too, is, like, people, you know, like, when they get older, they get to a point where they can't do the upkeep anymore. Right. Yeah. Or they can't do the, you know, or they get senile or something, and they end up going to the nursing home, and they have to abandon because they don't have any family. Right. Yeah. Those are the
6: ones that you want to look at. Oh,
1: I've asked, I've asked, um, you know, I told you about that house. I questioned, like, why are they selling this home? And they were, you know, telling me that, yeah, the sellers are very elderly. Mm -hmm. And they just couldn't keep up with the place anymore. Yeah. Maybe they're on Social Security only, maybe, and they can't, that was just, uh, you know, they didn't want to have no, you know, like, you don't want to just live off of Social Security. You might want to live in a nice retirement community, but, you know, that's costly. Right. So yeah. they can their home. Do a couple of these eight adverse
3: possessions and you be set fine mm-hmm. for retirement. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
6: Yeah, it only take, what, 14 years.
3: <laughs> yeah, 14 years. Try to get <laughs> that out of the savings account because this house here is what over...
6: It just went up um, the value. When we, yeah. when we got into it, it's only a two bedroom, but when we right. got into it, it was like a hundred and fifty and then this this past month it said it went up to seventeen thousand
1: right now, yeah, yeah.
6: this past Everything month. in June it went up to up the value up to seventeen
1: thousand God, I wish I could get something I looked at a three two that I told you I bid on, uh-huh, I had to bid.
5: 380,000.
1: Oh, oh okay. my word. Yeah, so don't. I don't even want to talk about it. I was like sitting here, yeah. like, oh, God, I got to give these people this much money. Like, you know, it's like giving them a gift. Yeah, it is. Because I was like, uh, they kept saying, what do you want to bid? Yeah, I'll bid 10,000 over. What? No, that ain't going to cut it for this neighborhood. And okay. I said, 20? Nope, I said. Listen, my highest going over is twenty five thousand. That's it. I'm not going any further. But I told him I got to do like thirty thousand dollars worth of work. Right. So, and generally,
6: that's usually what happens.
1: Yeah, and you know what? The house I know for a fact that I wouldn't appraise at that value because um, the interior. I mean, the house had good bones. Let me let me not. There was no holes in the walls or anything like that. It was just. And the carpets need to be shampooed. The walls needed to be painted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: And you even know, with my, it.
1: even with my little twenty five thousand over, that would have brought to three eighty. I didn't yeah. win the bid. That means somebody must have came in and bid four hundred thousand.
6: I can, I you know, and I can see that happening. There was a
4: house mm-hmm.
1: uh, oh, wait, right hi.
6: down the street, right over here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, um, anyway, it's on a canal. They wanted two hundred eighty thousand. The what? They wanted two hundred eighty thousand for yeah. the house on the canal. Yeah. And when we seen it, it said that it was sold, and it was sold for three hundred
5: eighty thousand. So wow. that means
6: they had a bidding war, and it went up a mm-hmm. hundred thousand.
1: Wow. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm out of the ball game for like <laughs> the next three weeks. Um, and I tell you, you will find things out about yourself that you didn't even know. We had some um, erroneous charges on our credit right. that they didn't show when they ran it before, but it showed now. And we called them up, and we were saying, you know, you have this on here, this on here, and this on here, right? Right. Uh, no, we don't know anything about those. It's not a, you know, it's not according to our record. I said, well, then you need to remove it from the credit bureau. Right. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. You're going to have to write, like, we had. they want us to do a fraud report. Oh. And I said, okay, so how long is that going to take? Uh, 30 to 60 days. I was so angry because I already put every, every dollar, I was starting to put money into the house for the bid. Right. That I won. And oh, I had man. to... Re- I had to retract it because they would not do it, even though they admitted that it was erroneous. Oh, man. Uh, so, I was funny. so. I mean, <laughs> I'm back to square one again, but, um, you know, I was like telling Southern, you know, this is very exhausting to look for a home. Oh,
3: we know all about that. <laughs> yeah. We were getting homes with holes in the roof and collapsed porches. This one ought to be cheap.
6: Nope. <laughs> nope.
3: Went up to like $80,000.
1: I was about to say, that's what we think. These Californians are coming over here, right, uh-huh. and with lots of equity money, and they're just jacking up the prices on these homes. Right, yeah.
6: because they can afford it.
1: And I'm saying, no, I know this. I'm over here doing the comps around the neighborhood. I was like, no way. I'm not going to bid over that because I know this house will not appraise at that value. Yeah. So, I said, if they want to spend three or four hundred thousand for a home, so be it. I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to, you, you know, put pay three or four thousand dollars a month for a mortgage on a house that I would have to put like thirty thousand in in my own pocket money to repair it. Right. Yeah. I'm not young either. So. I want to make something, you know, it has to be affordable. You know, when I get older, well, what am I going to do? I don't want to depend on having somebody in my family move in to help me pay the bills. Yeah, right.
3: that's where this fits in perfectly.
1: Right. I, mean,
3: that, I I can't see a downside to it if you pick the right one.
6: Right. Right. There's definitely, definitely don't want one that has a mortgage on it because the they're considered a secondary or subordinate and on the, um, so they would be able to take it over unless you knew how to discharge someone else's mortgage. That would be um, the only way I would even think to do a foreclosure, but that would, I don't know if, if if you're educated enough in that area,
3: what was that term we used in Pennsylvania for discharging the previous owner's debt?
6: Oh, Subrogation.
3: Subrogation is an interesting term to look up. Yeah. There was um, a water bill that was due on the house that we got in Pennsylvania off the tax sale. And um, I told my wife, go down there and or whatever. We figured out subjugation is what we're going to use as a tool. So yeah. we brought the bill down. It was in her name, the previous owner. <laughs> oh. And we said, well, we're go- we're going to pay this, but you have to pay us back. And the subjugation is the term of that. Well,
6: I, I said, um, if I pay this, because it was seven years um, of delinquent um, water bills, right. and I told her, you know, if I pay this, then you, it's, you're you going to have to subjugate, uh, subject, subjugate this to me. And she's like, what does that mean? I said, you're going to have to pay me back. You're going to credit me for something. This isn't my bill. And, you know, if I pay it, you have to give me credit for what I paid. And um, she's like, wait, what is that? What is that word again? And I told her and she's like, I need to call the county attorney. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to call you back when I get the answer from him. Okay. She called me back a couple of days later and Mm -hmm. said, that bill is canceled. It's um, <laughs> it's zeroed out you don't have to worry about paying it
1: <laughs> oh because
3: they didn't want you to pay it yeah because mm-hmm. subjugation means if i pay it you have to pay me back so it kind of zeros it out yeah, be also yeah. yeah. because
7: you asked for because you asked because you also asked for what that word meant or something what was that word or
5: like when yeah. subrogation subrogation yeah, yeah.
6: So she didn't understand what that word was, but the, the attorney county did. attorney did. So and when I used it that's when she called me and said, you know, the, the county attorney told her that don't don't worry about it, you know, they they canceled that um that debt. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: they don't want you to pay for anything. They don't want anybody taking their land.
5: <laughs> right? I
1: mean, but you know what? I, I just I mean, I, I, and it's a good thing. I mean, I don't see why um, the county doesn't look at it. Like, people are actually cleaning up their neighborhoods. Right. You know, it, they it don't look a, at it that way. You know, right.
3: um, you not have a downside to it from the county. No. They just merely try to discourage you at the get-go. Right. After that, you know, and matter of fact, when um, she was finishing up the closure of the document and yeah. putting it in, she said, and the next thing you do, is like, Yeah, in seven years we'll do a quiet title. She goes, "Oh, you know what
1: you're doing." Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, basically, and then later on, if you do that, you can sell it, right? Yeah.
6: Right. You'll get next day after
3: you get the title.
6: uh, Yeah, they'll they'll give you a probably a. um, What what happens is the title becomes clear, and it's it's like you took possession of it from the first day that you um, put the paperwork in or that you took possession of the home. so Seven years later. So you become the owner and the new title will show or the new deed will show that you've been the owner for that amount of time, you know, since the day that you put it in. You can call the realtor the next day.
1: But you were saying that um, when you pay that tax bill, right, Mm -hmm. uh, before it goes into a tax sale, that what did you call that it, it's um not a color of title or
3: oh yeah yeah if you buy it off the auction then it you get color of title
1: okay we bought
3: it before auction so we merely get adverse possession but okay if you buy it at the auction it's adverse possession with color of title
1: okay so these people okay.
3: that buy them off the tax sales yeah they, think they have a title but it's actually color of title
6: it's just, it's just a, a what looks like could be a legitimate title it doesn't necessarily mean it is I mean
3: their names on it but the owner can come back within 3 years and take the home
1: back still Right right so it's
6: So if you now the the thing about the adverse possession is if you're in it for a year and right. they don't come and try to um, eject you from the home within that first year Right then they're they have what's called lashes and they sat on their rights to get you out knowing that you were there. So they don't have a leg to stand on.
1: Right, right. You've taken their legs away. (laughs) They better go go in with a wheelchair.
6: (laughs) If you bought it from the tax deed auction and you won the auction, they give you a tax deed, but the previous owner has three years to come back and they can claim it. So in so it's either either way, but the easiest way if you don't have, you know, a couple thousand dollars a couple hundred yeah. thousand dollars to put yeah. into a tax, you know, to the auction. Right it, and you only have a, a small amount of money to work with, this is the right. way to go. Yeah.
3: But ten five for a house is worth over a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty
6: thousand. That I can buy
1: me like three or four houses, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can only live it
0: all four, huh?
1: Hey, I, I I'll go and give one to my kids. There you go. If <laughs> you kid gets a house. <laughs> right. But hmm. you know, I'm thinking about that for one of my kids, you know, like I'm not saying I would never do it because 'cause I'm pretty bold myself. But um I um I would get one for him. You know what he would tell me? no you go into one first and show me it's okay right. and then i'll do it
6: right <laughs> uh, yeah always yeah, do that
3: jitters when you go into it but then it goes away really quickly right yeah
6: and, um with one of my friends over here we got we found her a place right and um it's easier when you have someone to go with you like we've mm-hmm. we already did it so it was easier for us to go with her so when the neighbors yeah. are like what are you all doing and yeah, we you know to the we neighbors. talked to the neighbors and kind of like broke the ice for her right, so right right it was much easier just like um my son's friends the neighbors mm-hmm. are like what are you doing and i'm like you know this house is getting ready to go up for tax sale and we're you, we're doing our due diligence we want to see if it's any has any um value to um, invest in, you know? So right. we just wanted, went around and looked at the house, and no one was there. Right. <laughs> it, could, it was in a state that it would definitely need to be um, fixed up. Yeah, dilapidated and disarray. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah.
6: Well, when they're on tax sale, too, that gives
3: you more confidence to walk around and inspect a home that you might want right. to get because it's on tax sale. I have a right to right. go look at it. Not go in yeah. it, but go look at
6: right. it. Right. No, you can't. You know, open the doors and go in. Yeah. Um. Until you actually right. put the paperwork in. Right. Otherwise, you can get an invitation to that cold, um, yeah. still bar jail, <laughs> hotel. Yeah. Um. If you go exactly. in. Exactly. Oh, and the other thing,
3: if it has a no trespassing sign, run. Right. Yeah. Run, 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 run. Oh,
6: really? Yeah. yeah. Don't
3: mess with those. Okay. Because
6: you can't, you can't go into a home that has no trespass on. You're, you're right, right. They're already giving you notice to begin with.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
6: Hey, like, I would be, I'd be doing all the wrong things.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'm glad you said that. I would t- I'd take the no trespassing sign and throw it in the garbage.
6: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no one saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be uh, like stepping on it, kick water. it down,
1: put it in the trash can. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I don't remember. You know, I have, I have a little bit of a memory problem.
5: <laughs> right,
1: right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, and I'll talk to the sheriff first over the phone. i got to see if he's nice or not, you know?
6: Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> see if he knows his um, actual duties. Um, yeah. Another thing in Florida is the homes, um, some people can claim um, a homestead exemption. Any, any home that you have a homestead exemption yeah. is not advisable to um, AP. Um, the homestead exemption gives the homeowner $50,000 off of the appraised value of the home. Right. So what happens is if you go into a home like that, you're going to be paying that fifty thousand back per year,
5: right. plus
6: the back taxes, because they they received that off of their tax, you know, off of their taxes. So, right. um, you would have to pay that. So, unless you have that extra money to pay for the the exemption on the home, yeah, it would not be advisable to um, find a home that has a homestead exemption on it. Oh, yeah, the three things um, well,
3: you can't do, like legal disability, insanity, what was the other one? In prison. Yeah, you can't go find, oh, Bubba went to the, prison, so let's take it out. Three
6: things that, um, yeah, the three things that you want to look for um, that you can't really AP a home for is if there is someone that has a disability, meaning okay. Um, one of them would be infancy. Anyone under the age of 18. Okay. Okay. So if someone owns the home or would own the home under the age of 18, and by the time they turn 18, then it becomes theirs. You, you couldn't um, ap that that home. Another okay. one would be um, if they're insane. If the person, um, whether you know, if the, the doctors say that they're they're not a bright in, you know, a state of mind, um, you couldn't um, do an AP on their home. And okay. also, if someone is in jail or incarcerated, so mm-hmm. the three I's, you know, mm-hmm. infancy, the in, insanity in um, the um, incarcerated. Um, right. Because they're under those disabilities, but if one of those disabilities were to be removed, then that's when the ap would kick in okay so, so that would be advisable to find homes so if you if you look in in the newspaper it was a home that we were looking at in the person he he ap'd the home okay so right. he ap'd the home but then and he was there for seven years. He put a new roof on. He put all new windows in. He put a new water line from the, the street to his house. I mean, he right. did a lot of updates. But then he killed some person. So now he's oh, wow. in jail, so his house sits. Oh, um, wow. So, But because he's in jail, that wouldn't be advisable to get. Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't think that he's going to be getting out anytime soon. Right. So, um, but... Can the one question would be, um, can someone AP a home and give um give their their rights to their um time frame, say like in Florida is seven years. If right. I stayed in a home for seven you know, like four years and decided, you know, I don't really want to be here anymore, can I allow someone else to take over the rest of the time? The answer right. is yes, you can. It's called yeah, tacking You do
5: a quick claim, right?
6: You would do a quick claim to them, and then they would put their yeah. paperwork in, along with a quick claim, showing that, um, you know, they're tacking on to your time frame. So then so, you could probably show your before
1: seven in years, right? to them. I'm sorry? You're saying, like, if you wanted to leave before those seven years, right?
6: Right. That's true. Okay. Okay. So you could sell your interest in the home to someone else and okay. they can pick up. So they only have three years left to finish paying off the, the seven year owners, you know, the time mm-hmm. frame. So it might be worth that to them to give you like $60,000 if that's what you have into it or hundred thousand or whatever, because they only have three more years and then they can own the home outright for themselves.
1: Exactly, and that's a pretty cheap price compared to 300000
6: Right. So if you find someone who has a, um, an AP that no longer wants the AP, and I know in this county, when you go to the property appraiser's office and you look at the, the website and you type in adverse possession, and right. it pulls up all of the people that mm-hmm. um, have an adverse possession and it will tell you whether or not they're delinquent in their taxes. And there's okay. a couple of them that are delinquent by a couple oh. of years. So you could actually go and, you know, talk to them and say, hey, you know, I'm interested in, you know, tacking on to your, your time frame on your adverse possession. Would you be willing to right. tell, you, um, my, tell me your, um, your interest, what you have into it?
1: Wow, so, yeah
6: you can do that it's called tacking on
1: right well over there in florida the taxes for the properties though they're very high yes
6: but it's cheaper than rent
1: (laughs) yeah i mean like here like if you buy a house it's like i've seen like the taxes I, i swear there's a house right now that's for sale right right and it's not in a good neighborhood but i looked at the tax rate i was in shock it was only seven dollars a month
6: really yeah did they have any um exemptions on the home
1: i don't think so because it was a builder but he, he i guess he can't sell the place it's in a bad neighborhood oh and it's a five three and Looking at the house when I saw the tax rate on it, there's no homeowners association or anything. Nice. It's just a big house that is and it's and they got it listed for sale, but it's been sitting there for quite a while. Nobody's bought it or anything. But if I go to another place like, you know, I tell you these houses that I was looking at over three hundred thousand. Right. The most I've seen for taxes, right? Is like eight thousand. Wow. Okay. And they don't give you a big uh, homestead exemption here. It's very okay. little. It'll knock like only one or two thousand off of that, you know, that tax rate. Right. Because I was like, wow, in Florida they give you a lot of homestead exemption, but this state it's like I'm looking at it, and the most I've seen, like I said, for a three hundred eighty nine thousand dollar home, it was like about eight thousand dollars.
5: So
6: that's, that that actually is a really good. uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And the lowest, like I said, the lowest was $7. And on average, I'll be seeing between five and 7,000. Wow. So
6: I'm not, I don't know about where you're at. Like, um, do they, do they sell that? If you don't pay one, one year in taxes, do they, automatically sell it on tax feed or do you have to um, do they do tax certificates there um, and they wait until um, so many years, like Florida is four years worth of tax certificates. Mm -hmm. And then if the person who buys a certificate um, takes it to the, to the um, court and um, petitions the court to um, foreclose because that loan wasn't paid off, um, then that's when they do the sell here.
1: Right, right. And I'm not sure, up. but maybe in the next call, if I could get my other friend that does it here. Uh-huh. And they do it in California, too. Um, I'll find out if he wants to come on and talk about it because that's exactly, you know, what he does. But I know about the taxes here. Um, I was told, I was like... The houses are really uh, have the lower tax in Florida. But I was, I was asking the realtor, well, you know, does this person have a homestead exemption? And they said, yeah, some of them do. And she said, but it's not much. They don't get that much taken off. It would be like $2,000. So the most it would be with that would be like 10000 a year in taxes. Right. Divided by 12. because you want to know what it's going to cost you monthly to set aside I guess okay. until but so you would, it would be probably a little less than a thousand a month.
6: Wow. See, so. for this particular house, it was it it came to like 280, 290 a month for the taxes. Oh wow, that's low. Yeah. Mhm. So that's not bad at all. A lot of people well. don't
3: realize that you can negotiate with the property appraiser yeah. point out the bad parts of the neighborhood, yeah. and they'll reduce it.
6: But that would only be after you... um Hey, reduce the, it to seven yeah. bucks.
1: <laughs>
6: right? <laughs>
1: yeah. When I saw it, I, about, I looked and I looked, and I said to the lady, can you check this out for me? She goes, uh, we're not going there. Mm-hmm. I go, why? She goes, go pull up the crime map. Two people were murdered <laughs> down the okay. street. I I was like I'm not afraid. She go I go. I wanted you to look, and anyway, I just want you specifically look at those taxes. Is that correct? So they called the the person who's selling it, and they said, "Yeah, that's all we pay." Wow, that that's must mean that not even the police will go there if you call oh, them.
6: Oh, right. <laughs> Seven dollars. The, a- the fire um, men won't even put out the fires.
1: Hey, you need a paramedic. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you better
1: put, right? you better put uh, a red cross on each side of your car and hockey. Huh?
5: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yeah, when <laughs> I was like, oh, let's see, $389,000, hey, $7,000 tax. <laughs> you know what? How much? Hey, you, I you
3: guys making fun of my house.
1: Joking, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the payment was only going to be $2,000 a month. Wow. Mm-hmm. So And and that house is close to 400000 I wouldn't even offer them that kind of money for a house like that. You know, it's brand new. I mean, they got photos and said it's beautiful, but you know what, what it they is? They
6: put it? it in that neighborhood. Everything I, is location, location, location.
1: Really. Exactly. It, it is. And you know what we did? We pulled up the crime map surrounding the property. Oh my
6: goodness.
1: And you saw like three dead bodies here, you know, robbery. <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, and I, and, you know, I was saying, you know, maybe we can do this. And um, my daughter in law was saying, Yeah, you can. You know why there's nothing in front of that house? And I said, why? She goes, because nobody lives there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and so I did. You know how you can pull up the Google Earth or Google Maps? Right. And so I pull it up. I swear, if I told you what I saw on those streets, there were people actually on the streets, like gangs and stuff in the corner, but they were all... You know how they would, you're supposed to, I don't know, block out their face?
6: Yeah. yeah.
1: They didn't have that. Really? Yeah, huh. you could see their faces. and I guess the the Google, the Google guy must have been so scared. He just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I, oh my goodness. I could not, you know, and I kept that house bookmarked. It's still bookmarked because I wanted to see, is it going to sell? Yeah. Nope. No No contract. Oh
3: jeez!
1: So hey, you know what? If nobody buys it, you know what? I'm gonna go take a walk over there and see. (laughs) Look, I'm
6: a pavement. Dead body.
1: Yeah, no. You know what I'll do? I'll put an electronic fence around it. (laughs) There you go. Hey, there's many ways to skin a cat. Put some electronic fencing on, and let's see how many people get zapped in the morning. I have to go out every day and. Uh, the cemetery's like right down the street. <laughs> yeah, you
6: have to pull them away from your fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that cost me like maybe
1: three thousand dollars there. So, um, if I swear nobody would have gotten that house, and nobody has it, it's just I couldn't take that risk. You know, like that—that that would be insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah to do it yeah it's and i and i was tempted i was so angry with all these californians i was like let's see who's <laughs> gonna buy this house now let's see who's <laughs> gonna come down this street here bid on this place <laughs> and my <laughs> my realtor wouldn't even go down there you're like no nope. you're on your own <laughs> He's like is there an open house i go no that's why i'm asking can you go uh setting the point she goes i'm not going over there at all she goes you know what <laughs> Let me see if one of my partners. And then she go said, nobody who? wants to go. Oh jeez. Just go through
3: the broken
1: window. <laughs> hey, I'll just break a window and climb in and take the adverse
5: possession. There you go. <laughs>
1: oh god, no. That's the that was just my funny story there about a, that house, you know. Um, but no, I you know I I talked to you yesterday. I expressed to you my anger every time I go
5: to a house.
1: I was either waiting in line to see the house or I would put my bid in and somebody would overbid me and I'd be so angry because I really wanted certain, I'm a person I like unique. So I go scouring these neighborhoods looking for a house that is unique. And usually you'll find that type of uniqueness w- with these old houses. The oh, architecture yeah. is just so different from. Oh, we know
3: all about that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm looking like, wow, these houses all look like boxes. And mm-hmm. I'll run into a house that is just beautiful. I mean, inside and out, I, I'd walk through it. I had this one house. Um, You'd go in and you're, you're entering. You know how you go into a house and there's a kitchen, dining room, and living room? Yeah. I'm thinking like, where are the bedrooms at, you know? And it's all glass. And um, they were saying you got to go down two levels. I mean, I was like downstairs. Yeah, this is a three-level house. But when you walk, you know, like when you pull in the driveway, you don't see that. You you you're seeing just the main floor. And so I try, I put my bid into that place, and <clears throat> I I had another home similar to that, but that one was above the like it was sitting on a hill.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. and um, that one too, every part of the home had like, um, it would be sticking out like a tree house, and they called it a tree house. Wow. So I went to get that one too, and when I read the terms of the agreement for the loan on that house, I was like, you know what? I love this house, but I don't love it that much to where... (laughs) I'm not going to pay you $50,000 in three years just so, um, that, like they'll buy it for you, but you got to pay them, you know, for the service, $50,000. Wow. So I was like, oh, no, no, that ain't going to happen. I went another way, and that didn't work because of those erroneous uh, stuff on the credit report that the actual company said I wasn't even red flagged, but the government red flagged. And they're just, this government stuff is just so horrible. (laughs) And the lender was fighting with them. Um, And they went on to, you know, like the BB, what do you call the BBB?
3: Yeah, Better Business Bureau.
1: Yeah, this um, collection agency that is contracted by the government, she said, I read like 30 entries and they had the same problem that you did. Mm. Erroneous stuff was being put on, um, like, the federal government website. But they are contractors. And they said even if they made a payment agreement, they wouldn't remove those erroneous charges.
5: Really?
1: And um, it, it was ruining people's lives. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe somebody has to do a, a class ask, class? What do you call that?
5: Like class? class.
1: Yeah, class action petition against them because if you're trying to correct something or um, file fraud charges, you know, like file the fraud paperwork and they're not removing it anyways, even though they know there's a fraud and error, then I think for me and for anybody, you have that remedy with the error and omissions insurance.
6: Right. Right. Yeah. Did you say a class
1: ass action? Huh?
0: Did what? you say a class ass? A class ass no, action? No
4: No,
1: I said a class action. I didn't even know what it was called. I just that slipped my mind.
4: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Hey, but I want to say that those who work there are a bunch of asses because <laughs> how are you going to sit there and tell me? No, I don't have that on my records. No, nope, I don't have that on there. I go, but I'm reading it to you from the credit report. Well, we don't have that on our records. I go, so you have to remove it. No, nope, we're not going to remove anything. I'm mm. like, what? Excuse me? I, and you know what they tell me? We already sent you a letter, and it had a signature on it. I said you didn't, because I would have seen it. Mm. And uh, they got mad. They hung up.
3: <laughs> wow. The best thing to do is contact the Treasury <laughs> Inspector General and state your case before them, they'll actually make people comptroller. jump. Oh, comptroller, I'm sorry. Comptroller of the currency. Because uh, that's what, uh, what do
1: you mean, like, Comptroller of the currency of what, the United States government?
3: Correct. Yep.
6: Yeah. My friend did that. Um, she was going into foreclosure. And yeah. She wrote her what was going on with her loan and how they, you know, everything about what happened. And she got a call from the president of bank of america right after you know about it was like a couple of days after she wrote the comptroller Mm -hmm. of the currency and (laughs) she was too scared to answer but it it, um it gave his name of um um bank of america and she looked it up and she's like oh my word the the president of the um, bank of america called me i'm like did you talk to him and she's like no, I was too scared. <laughs> 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 Talk to him <laughs> because yeah, you know, I like, think he um, was trying to make uh, arrangements with her. Because, yeah, I want to
1: do that too. Like you know, um, the lender was saying, "Why don't you make an arraign- arrangement to pay it?" And I told her, uh, "No,
6: I'm you know, with if it's Brown." Not yours, then why should yeah. you have to pay something that you didn't do. That's no, you know what
1: nice. I you know what I told her was. I'm going to tell you why I would never make a payment arrangement with them is because they've already taken um, four years of income tax. And actually, the Bureau of Fiscal Services was the one who intercepts.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And they did not even notify us. Instead, we only found out about the, um, the student loans was because of, um, uh, you know, the IRS wrote a letter. And said, You didn't file your tax returns, and they gave us all the years that weren't filed. Uh huh. So I pulled up all the records and I showed that they were filed because they all have, you know, they're all tight, you know, it's all printouts. And um, they looked it up and then they didn't respond.
3: Ah, uh, 3940 on A.
1: <laughs> you know what? I was like, Wait a minute, why haven't they responded back about? those tax returns. So I wrote them a letter and said, you know, you never responded about the tax returns. Oh, yeah, because we realized that they were all intercepted. That's why it looks like, you know, you didn't pay it. Because you know how they give you back your income tax? Yes. So I thought they just lost them all and that there was going to be a big payout. No, the, the school that I'm telling you, the U.S. Department of Education swiped all of them. But you know what? In the credit bureau, it doesn't show that nothing was paid. It's saying that the balance is zero, all of them. But they red flagged the account to prevent, and it says, oh, because you owe the feds money. And I said, we don't owe them anything. As a matter of fact, did they tell you, and it doesn't show anything on these reports, that they do these intercepts and take all the income taxes. And they're telling you that there's a debt owed and there isn't. And so they asked me, why don't you make a payment arrangement? I said, no. You know what? Let the house go. I'm not going to do it because, you know, I told them, let it go today. I don't want to hurt that family that was waiting for us to buy the house. And so after that, um, the lender said, let me call. I'm going to see if that's true what you said so I can see if I can help you. And she said, I can't believe them. They admitted that those uh, accounts, you know like the um, oh we don't have that account number. Oh we don't have that account number either. We have some other numbers. And she said then you're supposed to remove that from the credit report. Oh, we're not going to do that either. Mm. Yeah. So they won't remove the erroneous charges so that they can red flag you. That's that's so wrong. That's so wrong. <laughs> That is wrong. Yeah, so now we're going to really, my my friend said he knows how to get rid of them. Oh, and yeah, that's even better so, then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I talked to them about it today before the call, and they said that uh, they're going to help me tomorrow write up something, and it's going to make it go away, and I said, well, Let's see, because they weren't budging right now. they want me to do a fraud report, and I'm going to do it. I have the documents. They already sent it to me by email. uh-huh, but um i I need to get mean. I'm a mean person when you mess with me and you're trying to destroy my <laughs> finances and stuff. you know?
3: Yeah. Wow.
1: Hey, like, why even work or do anything if somebody you, you know the credit bureau's horrible. If you write down that something's erroneous and I'm telling you that they're saying that these account numbers don't exist, that those are not the amounts that they have in their records, and you're not making them remove
6: it? And you would think that they would since it's erroneous. But I guess you can write the letter to them um, telling them that, you know, um, you disagree with this... um, this report that was put on, you know, erroneously. I don't know if if that's going to help anything if you do that. You um, have a friend that can help you with that. Yeah, they're
1: not going to do like, they said they're not going to do it like that. You got to do something uh, like an affidavit.
6: Oh, okay. And you're going to have to
1: get mean and green with these people because, you know, the credit bureau is also responsible for destroying your your livelihood. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if you know that, like, you're disputing something. And they just feel that by default they can leave that on your credit report. Because they're saying it's the federal government. I told them the last time I talked to them, I don't care if it's King Kong who put it on there.
6: Right. Take it Better off.
1: Yeah, you if better go went. validate it. And if you don't validate it, I told them you're going to be equally responsible for lawsuit because you're aware that it's erroneous. And you know, in another call um I'm going to talk about something called um you guys can look it up if you're interested in knowing, okay? Okay. Uh error error and omissions insurance.
6: Okay. Yeah, notaries have to have an eros in admission
1: So do, uh,
6: so do uh, different types
1: of courthouses. Right. And you know why I was saying, because I'll give you guys an example. Like, um, I was talking to uh, the Secretary of State here one day in uh, Texas, and I was telling them about, you know, when you do the name change. So... They they wanted to talk to me because they wanted to know what I knew about it. So I was telling the guy, you know, you give people licensing, right? Right. And you're giving them a license to commit crimes because then they have a, they have sovereign immunity, okay? And I was telling Southern, are you still there, Southern? Southern. Oh, my God, he must have went to bed. Okay, so remember I was telling you about, um, who was that agency? Um, Oh, you've heard of the company called, um, you know, like a utility company. Okay, and they're called Public Utility, right? Right. And here's a good example of, that's why you do your due diligence on researching people. So I have a lawsuit against the utility company. And my lawyer says, okay, you got to sign these these papers right away. I go, why? Because they filed for bankruptcy. Uh, And I need to get your case in there today. The judge said it's got to be in there today so that your case can be processed, right? And so I pull it up, right, to see? Uh And I checked, and it said that, they tried to get the cases dismissed um, under sovereign immunity, but okay. another law firm came in and said, "You're not, you're not, you don't not privileged to get sovereign immunity." And and I have the article there; it's on my wall. It tells you, "Oh, you don't have that privilege," and it tells you why they don't have the privilege of sovereign immunity. So that's what they tried to claim. So because they couldn't do it. Then they filed for bankruptcy. And so there's something I was talking to Secretary of State, you know, like about how the you give these people a license to commit crimes and atrocities against the people. And you don't ever take away their licensing. And so he said, Yeah, I know what I know what you're talking about, you know, but I'm gonna let you know a secret and I go, What? He goes, This is the wild, wild west out here. There's no difference. It's a wild west wherever you go in every state, right? Right. So I said, well, yeah, that's why there's error and omissions insurance. And he goes, "Um," I go, yeah, and can I file a claim? He goes, "Uh, yeah, what is the error? That's what he asked. I go, okay, I'm going to give you a story. You got a court docket, like document that's, you know, those pre-made documents. And you have on there name change. I gave. I told them what the document's called. I said, but you know what? You know what? What's missing from it? I said the word assignment is missing. So people think that they have to change their names, right, to something else. Right. But what they're really doing is doing a change of assignment. And you're going to say, uh, oh. um, if you do the name change like that then you're you're the one who's resp- you know you hold the liabilities right right and i i said yeah but what does it matter because if i i then become the controller of the currency and if i become the controller of the currency i will order the treasury to pay off whatever debts come in Right now, you guys are the comptroller of the currency, and the state is getting paid for all the people that live in that state, not the people themselves. Right. So I can file a claim because you purposely omitted the word assignment on there, and they're not really doing a name change per se. They're doing a change of assignment to take the power away from you. And um, he was laughing. He goes, oh, so you've been doing your homework. I said, yeah, and don't worry. I'll be filing that claim, too. (laughs) Like, (laughs) every state has it. And I think people need to look that up, too. Because, see, here's the whole point. When you guys have a problem, you should, well, first of all, if you have a problem, you should be going to your state representative, number one. Their job is to do their due diligence on your behalf. They represent you. That's why they're in office. And I've talked to them before. I even told my friend about them, you know, that they work for you. But Mm -hmm. nobody ever comes in to ask them for help. So he didn't believe me. So he flew down to his local place where he lived at in Mississippi. And he spoke to the state rep, and the state rep said, yes, our job is to assist you, and we can get you. Like, he wanted his um, Social Security documents, you know, like how much money is in the account and everything. Right. And he said uh, that the the state rep said, okay, come back in seven days if you don't get it in your mail. And he said, but they told me I got to pay like $48, and it will be there within 30 to 60 days. He says, um, no, I'm the state rep. State reps have priority over anybody. We right. get it for you in seven days, and you don't pay anything through us. It's just that nobody ever comes to us.
6: Because no one knows that right. you can go through them.
1: Right. That's what they're there for. Right. Not so that they can sit there making a salary, and the people don't ever come to the, it's, it's on. It's better for them if nobody came, but... If you guys would go to your local state rep, they will get you things that you need and help you take care of problems that you think cannot be resolved if you go through them and they can justify your reasons, right? Right. They will write it for you and you can use that, what they write, as part of your evidence if you have to take someone to court. There you go. You know, um, and and it works. I got a ruling from um, a senator, right? Mm-hmm. And the ruling was in my favor. And, yeah. yeah, it caused a lot of damage to an agency that um, I was fighting against. But they are very powerful people.
6: Right. I mean, they can write private bills for you if you ask them.
1: Yeah. They will look into things for you. They can pull up your Social Security account for you. I mean, the individual account itself, They'll, it'll tell you everything that you paid, everything that somebody, you know, like the companies? Right. It'll show what they paid, how many years, and we even discussed it, too. Like, I was like, oh, you only take, you only count the last 10 years that you work, but what about the other 20 years? Right. Oh, they they don't count it. So you gave them twenty years of labor, okay? For nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And you get pittance. And if you're married, you only get three hundred bucks as a spouse.
6: Right. And, and, and the you, head of household. Post- if the person passes away, you only get two hundred and fifty for their funeral expenses.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but you took. But you know what? I know they have money because. Uh, Southern can tell you when they, they when they probate the estate, mm-hmm. it stays that that account stays open and it says until every last debt is paid. They just so hide
6: from you. forever.
1: <laughs> and yeah, it's like a, uh, I'm gonna write you an IOU then. See how that works. Right. Hmm. <laughs>
6: Also. Uh, but,
1: yeah, you know, I just think it's important that people know about the error on omissions insurance because, you know, lawyers, they're snakes, and they only speak to you partially just the way Satan spoke to Eve.
6: Right. And that's an
1: omission.
6: Just enough to lure you in and get you in trouble. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, just enough Hello? to cast a reasonable doubt. No. Right.
5: Consent. <laughs>
0: Those, uh, those of you who have ever read the Social Security Act 1935, what a lot of people don't know is it was amended to, in 1939. You need to pull that up and read it. Because Section C allows Social Security to invest that money. And believe me, they made a lot of money investing invest the Social Security funds. Of course, a yeah. A lot of money.
7: That way to also you know, get uh, less Excuse me? Is that why, uh, is that why uh, all the old folks get less Social Security or no?
5: Well, the, the, No, I mean, well, they don't even know.
1: I found a provision in the Palms Manual, and I was telling Southern about it one day. I was reading it to him, and then I got to go back and find it now. I I told him it opened up on my phone out of nowhere. I don't even know how it came to be. But I was reading it, and it said special needs provisions, right? And mm-hmm. it was saying right. that if you have a special need for something, right, huh? you would use form so-and-so and so-and-so and, so and, so and you send it into Social Security for your special needs. I was mm-hmm. telling them, I need a car. <laughs> <laughs> I need a special. I can't wow. walk. I want to show them. There's no yeah. buses that pass through here. Hey, they'll What's buy me. Hey, they'll buy me activity? one of those little iconic <laughs> really, that, scooters.
5: Mi-
7: that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a form. You just fill it out, and it says you write down all the things that you need, and they have a special needs account for them to give you. And you know, um, that it tells you the form and form everything.
7: Special needs. No, form but I can.
1: Of- I'm gonna just look up special yeah. needs.
7: Yeah, and it I, I was pull say,
1: up
5: um, Section.
7: Yeah, okay. All right, I'm going to look into that because I was, I was going to ask you uh, if you know what the specific uh, number of the form was, but that's okay.
1: I can, I'm i going to try to look it up, but I was reading at the Southern one day, and I was like, um, you know, he was talking about some stuff that was needed. Like, and I I'm said, you know, right I don't, you know who asked for it? Let me tell you. You know, like if you're staying somewhere like in a retirement place or anywhere, right? They know how to ask for those things. Oh, you yeah. can do it. You do it yourself. You don't need them. That's why we can ask for, I'm going to ask for a car so I can buy a brand new Buick Encore. There you go. Not a Corvette. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I don't want to get greedy.
5: <laughs>
1: I won't have anything, money left for them to pay off my debts when I die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we sent in a yeah, form. What was that? form I was studying trust and everything was and
5: uh-huh. um, it was the, uh, proof, uh,
3: of proof of life. life. I was like, proof of life and if social security is um a trust, yeah. then I wanna tell them 'em I'm alive. So yeah. my wife, myself, and my son did it, right? And they only called up to say my son wasn't qualified. He doesn't have a job, didn't do anything else, anything with social security. He
6: just turned twenty one.
3: Yeah but they never called us, so. But
6: we don't they're know saying, that you're,
1: They're saying that you're dead?
3: Yeah, they think you're dead.
1: Now, but, we proof uh, of life. but when you do the proof of life, did they give him anything? No, no they, they called
6: they, us and said um, he didn't qualify.
1: Of the three forms we sent in,
3: only one was called to us and said that didn't qualify. So we never got anything.
1: But, well, you know what's so funny is, I don't know how this happened, but one day my daughter, you know, she gets up one day, and her best friend is the the head of this bank where where she banks at. And he was like, oh, you're coming in here to get your money, right? She said, what yeah. are you talking about? And he said, the money that went into your account the other day. She said, no, what money? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have
6: to get my money. She
1: said, What money? And she goes he goes, they Social Security put twenty something thousand into your account. Wow. And she goes, Are you kidding? Show me. And she goes, What are you doing in my account anyways? He says, Well, when there's a large deposit like that, it goes through me. You know, like he's gonna know these large deposits.
3: Yeah.
1: And so she called them. <laughs> she says, I think you've made a mistake but huh? you deposited Twenty thousand dollars into my account, and under my mother's social security number. So the I maiden? think that would be her money. And they said, "No, we didn't make a mistake. You're the baby of the family, mm. and that is your money." Somehow they accessed the maiden account. I, I don't even. She didn't do anything. And then um, she said, "I don't want to get in trouble because." You're going to tell my mom later that she doesn't have any money in her account. And um, the lady said, she does have money in her account. She has enough money to take care of her. And on another occasion, she had said to them, too, the same thing. You keep sending me checks, and these checks, those are my mom. You're taking that out of my mom's account. And the lady said, no, sugar. Your mom has enough money in her account to cover five generations after she dies.
6: Right. That's yep. that's called the maiden account. A what? Um, the maiden account. The maiden
3: uh, account is supposed to pay for the children. All the bills, everything for the children.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know what? She's never applied for anything um, to get the money. They just said that it goes to the baby. Yeah, the offspring.
6: Yeah. So she would get a portion of it. Say, say like you had three children. Right. Would, each one would get one-third of. Yeah. Okay,
4: how do you
5: apply for
1: they that? How many babies?
4: Yeah, but she,
5: how never, do you apply but she
1: never applied for it. Know what I'm saying. Hey, should they apply for that?
6: Maybe it's in the private because you said she worked for the bank and she talked to the no, 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 no.
1: Her, her best friend is the banker, you know, like the branch manager. Right. He he saw that large deposit come through. So when she came in, she, she, she has two accounts there. So okay. she was coming in to handle one of her, you know, her, like, you know, you keep a bill account, like a checking account. Right. And she had this other account. She said, I had a few dollars in it. I, she said, actually, I was going to close it one day. She said, when I was not so busy. And he said, "This money came through." She, you know, my kids—they'll worry if somebody gives them that kind of money. So they, you know, she reported it, and they said, "No, that is your money." Um, And she said, "But it's not my social." Joe, can you hear me?
6: Something that you did to um, to trigger it.
4: Me? So, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. So, really quickly, I had a discussion with. one of the boys in blue the other day, and he he made mention to take your... He says, do you have a birth certificate? And I said, yeah, sure. He says, you have to take it down to what they call the Department of uh, Public... What were the Department of Public Transport. Department of Public Safety. That's what he said. Department of Public Safety, and ask them to establish an account for you. Now, you is an entity who owes a debt to the United States. And you is the same entity on the blue certificate of live birth, the full proper name. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And my question was, is did your daughter do anything with that office, the department of public safety, or did you do something? Cause you always doing stuff, Josie. So well, did you, you do know, something? with me, the account?
1: I call, remember I called them one day because the police officer told me to go
4: and you get a get civil ID.
1: civilian ID right? because I was a civilian. Right. And I tried to get the – he even told me where to go. And I tried to go. They tried to pretend that they didn't know what I was talking about. But right. I was just thinking the other day, you know, because I'm better now. I told you about my injury. I was saying mm-hmm. to uh, my daughter-in-law, let's go over there again. I'm going to go and – I'm not going to leave until I get that ID. But they already said that I was a civilian. Right. And so I don't know if that triggered. But, you know, remember I told you about that time that I called them and I told them I'm filing a claim for my dad. You know, he died. And whatever is left in his account comes to me. And um, because my mom and dad are married. And they looked it up and they said, Yes, they are married on our in our records. Remember when my dad claimed me and he said he was married in the court in the probate? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's where all the because I read the law in Indiana and it said that if your parents were married then you get from the mother's estate and the father's estate, but in the father's estate mm-hmm. going generations back generations okay. back and um, so I, that made me think that when they kept saying I had all this money in my account, I was thinking maybe because my dad claimed me, and they said that in the records it shows the marriage. And um,
5: <laughs> but
1: something, something triggered for that money to come out. And you know what? They started sending her a check again every month of like, like almost nine hundred dollars.
3: Well, you're a pass-through entity. And that's, it's going through your account to her. And okay. I did a little bit of stuff with this. Um, yeah. One time I went at the DMV and I, I just view everything as like your character is, it could be upgraded like a video game.
4: Right. So, um, yep.
3: My birth certificate said, um, it said legitimate, yes or no. And neither box was ticked. Yeah. And I was ticked at that point. I was like, well, I'm legitimate. So I went and got my parents' um, marriage. marriage certificate from um, Michigan Michigan, and um, <laughs> the state one, not the county one. And I put it into there, and I told the lady, I was like, this box is not ticked, and I want to include this. And right. so she's like, I'll be happy to scan it in. And she was re- real polite with me and everything.
1: Right. And so then
3: I also um, contacted Florida Vital Statistics. Which has nothing to do with it, and just right. asking questions. And um, they said, "I don't know how you survived this long without it." Remember that guy saying that? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. let me tell you that that must be true because you know what? I've I've only seen it once here in Texas, um, southern. Yeah. Remember, boom boom paper. It says legitimate.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: My I was
0: I was, was about to, to say. I was about to say yeah. something. You need send them a copy or of the uh, foundling child document. They need to look up eight USC fourteen oh one.
4: Okay.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Financial. You guys need
1: to look up eighteen USC 1401, fourteen oh one. The foundling child. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the foundling child. child. Yeah. Because Social Security only lists you as an Indian or foundling child.
3: Yeah, foundlings are U.S. citizens by um, default because they're lost, they don't know the parentage or anything like that. Like you found Mm -hmm. a baby in the woods and the U.S. takes them.
1: Well, you know what else I've been hearing a lot of lately that I don't think people noticed it, but you know how when you hear, the president, they'll talk about the American people? Yeah. Well, lately, they've been saying U.S. residents. Yeah,
3: I've heard that too.
1: Yeah, when you're looking at, you know like when you get an apartment, right? Um, they call you a resident.
5: Right.
1: Of that neighborhood and not an American or a U.S. They call you just um, U.S. residents. So that means that you're a resident alien. Because, yeah, remember, you're, you're a founding child, so you're a resident alien. Yeah. But um, it, I guess if you do get your, what do you call that, your, um, uh, what the caller said is you you have your proper grammar, I guess, what is that called again? The certificate of live birth. And I guess you do, they they did tell me that I had to go into the Department of Public Safety and change it to um, that I'm a civilian.
4: Right. That's
1: uh,
6: what they said. Yeah. Otherwise, they consider you um, part of the military.
3: Yeah, an employee. It, yeah.
6: And it's the, um, right. what is it, the, um, the marine,
3: marine? Merchant team. Marine.
6: You're a merchant Marine team. for the United States.
3: And the, um, they don't have to pay you. They just have to provide you a place to live or whatever. Okay. So I've done a lot of research on this stuff, but I yeah. still haven't received anything from it. But Well, well you so know, look.
5: at
4: Well, we've all been directed to the same place with different instructions. So yeah. yeah. So they told you, Joe, to get a civilian ID. They told right. me to establish an account. And then what did they tell you guys?
6: They told us to um, get a um, a county driver's license.
4: <laughs> okay. And that falls under domicile?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
6: Right. Cause when we went to the um, county and we were trying to put in a domicile uh, mm-hmm. Notice of domicile. The lady came back and she told us this. She talked to the clerk and she's like, she came back to us and said, This isn't uh, the clerk came and talked to us and she said, This is not what you want to do. She said, What you want to do is you want to go and get, she didn't tell us where to go, but she told us, This you want to go and get a county driver's license. So,
5: now the interesting
4: thing is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No,
3: you finish. I think she's finished. (laughs)
5: Stop
4: talking. The the interesting thing is I like to have them rephrase it just in case I use a phrase that doesn't trigger what the response I'm looking for. And Mm -hmm. so when I said, can you rephrase that? He said, yeah, go on down to the RMV with your birth certificate. So the combination lock it appears to be is to go down to the, the RMV who has an extension or an office that is the department of public safety, probably some guy in a corner somewhere that no one ever knocks on his door uh-huh. and with the certificate and tell them that you want them to establish an account for a civilian ID or license or the combination of both. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you that
1: one of my family members in my that lives really close to me they have a civilian id and you know what so weird is they posted it on facebook one day but i had asked where did you get it from and they didn't say where they got it from but you know that kind of made me mad because you know like you're my family and you don't even want to tell me where you got it from you know right Right. but you know what i'm thinking i haven't asked her that question in a while and i'm going to say hey you know what Remember that time you showed us that you had a civilian ID? Where did you get that from? Because she said on her post, this was a very difficult ID to get, but I got it.
6: Oh, yeah, I can imagine. They probably hmm. don't even want to recognize um, what you're saying when you're telling them.
3: You should tell them about what your dad experienced in Social Security.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: oh, yeah, my dad went to Social Security, and um what he did was um, he was getting ready to retire. And yeah. the lady, she looked at her computer, and it was kind of facing her. And she's, like, got this really, you know, a big smile on her face. And she was, like, really happy. And what she whatever she saw on the screen. Um, and she's like, so, what would you like to do today? And he said, I'd like to claim um, to get my um, monthly, dis- you know, retirement social security and she looked at him and looked at the screen and looked at him and then she started she started um talking down to him like he was a kindergartner or just a little child mm-hmm. And whatever she saw um she was so disappointed that all he probably had to do was go in and say i'm claiming the trust and then he would have gotten his trust but he chose the the meager penance of, you know, getting a monthly penance of like, what, $1,500 or whatever yeah. he was getting. The probably. person
3: is claiming um, the estate of the dead guy that never showed up.
6: But he never claimed it, so she, she treated him like he was just
1: this a baby. imbecile. <laughs> That's the whole point, like I was telling um, the story before, a lot, like about last year, about how social, the courthouse will say uh, name of the child, and when they say name of the child, I was like, are you talking about me? Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes, the name of the child, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, but I'm not a child. I'm an older, mature woman. Yes, but I need the name of the child that's on the certificate. So I said, but you're saying that I'm the child.
4: Right. So what do they oh. think is that you're a baby? So, so what's the name you of know. the child? Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: What's
0: the name of the child? It's after eleven. It's after eleven o'clock, and I gotta go
7: to bed. All right. Good night.
4: Okay. Oh. Okay. So, yeah.
1: But you know what?
7: Yeah. They. man. Good they're dreams.
0: giving me my meds, and I gotta go. Okay. Uh,
5: okay. Have a good
0: night. Oh. Good night. We yeah, yeah. dream. Yeah. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Hey. By okay. the way. Uh, uh, nice meeting
3: you. Yeah. Have a good evening. Good
1: to you. So my question
3: well, is, what so is, is, is the child's name? The
1: child's name is on the birth certificate. <laughs> right. No. What?
3: That's, that's not the child.
7: By the way, I the mom,
3: then,
1: Wait a minute. Then tell me. You know what? I'm going to have to know this because I just got a, a three-hour lesson on how to properly write something. So what is the name of the child? Last,
3: first, middle.
1: Correct. Last,
3: first, middle. Well, that's the name of the baby. That's the name of the baby, the child. Okay. The U.S. citizen's name is first, middle, last.
1: You know, and that would make sense because, you know, when I was uh, saying one time, you know when you go to the doctor?
3: Mm -hmm. All backwards. uh,
1: It's backwards. Yeah.
3: How's your license is it forward or backwards?
1: No, mine has and and my social security card is the same thing. Uh, my first name is on top of the last name.
5: Wow. Yeah.
3: Now, I don't have is backwards. It. Some, well, backwards. I was
4: someone that just had a baby and what they did is they they put the band on the baby and it said boy, comma baby, comma and then the mother's name the mother had the bracelet last name comma first and everything was in proper form upper lower so exactly. there was some Coma type of exchange forwarding. right now there was some type of exchange in between when the bracelets were created and when there was discharge and then they altered the name of both of to them the oh. and
6: then yeah. the last
1: right Game my uss yeah, they, they
4: capitalized they it and they altered the names
5: Well,
1: not only that, but um, uh, one of my children had a baby, right?
5: Mm -hmm. And
1: they asked them to name the baby, and um, she didn't want to name the baby yet. So she said, I I didn't pick a name yet. So they sent her a name as baby boy and her last name. And her what? Uh, Baby boy and her last name. Yeah.
6: So baby in this case would be the first name. Boy Mm is the middle
3: name.
4: Yeah. And it's their first (laughs) name. Yeah, that's the boy. The child appears on the certificate because the child is not the same as the baby. Right. Two different entities. So
1: the baby is last name, comma, first. Correct. Last, wait a
4: minute, last,
6: first, and then middle, right? Middle. Well, yeah. in
4: this instance, okay. it was last name, it was boy, comma, last name, comma, mother's first name. That's how <laughs> they did it. And
5: you know and why then, they
4: probably do that? Maybe it's because it's a new generation? Maybe. And then what they did is they the little ID card with the baby's foot, they have the mother's yeah. right print on it, and it says that those are the identifiers. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So... If you were to take that identification card and yeah. go down to public safety within whatever time frame that they have, I'm thinking probably 10 days for a grace period and bring those down, maybe with a certificate or something, maybe just with that alone, because that's the ID. Then at that point right. they should be able be to idea. establish. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what it says. I'll, I'll, um, I'll send it to you privately, Joe, <clears throat> and it says yeah, identification card
1: you want to hear something? I, I think I told you this story, too. Um, my daughter had a baby, and she had a C-section, right? And mm-hmm. you know how they clean the baby, and they take the footprints and the mom's thumbprints. Mm-hmm. So my daughter, you know how they have to put you... I guess they numb you, and then she was feeling pain, so they gave her medication. So she saw them. She said... What are you doing? And they were doing the footprints, and they were trying to take her thumbprints. She said, give me that card right now. Give me that card.
3: <laughs> it's yep.
1: Hey, she took that card, and she ripped it up, and she said, you don't steal anything from anybody's body, not even mine or my babies." They were like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. She threw it on garbage. But she (laughs) ripped it up to so many pieces, and she said, don't ever do that again. Don't ever do it. And they said, okay, okay, we're not going to do it. So, you know, she has no footprints, and um, you know what's so weird is that on the paperwork, uh, you know, like the birth certificate? I'm going to have to make a copy of it. You know, it has their occupation. (laughs)
6: Right, Students. the um, no, the right. long form usually carries the parent's occupation. Yeah, yeah. and so um,
1: <laughs> I was telling her, you know, you could have gone and corrected that since you haven't, you know, you just tell him that you're the queen of this state. <laughs> yeah, that's right. your occupation.
6: They do the occupation so they can mm-hmm. calculate a possible how much that child can earn. Um, yeah. Because if the mom is um, a teacher and the dad's an engineer, they can kind of get an idea of where that child will be. How much they will earn. How much that child will earn. They have, right. like, calculations right. that they But can
3: you guys do. are missing the biggest point. They never set foot on the United States floor. They stepped on paper first.
1: Yes, yeah, distance. that's why we tell people that they steal your footprints. Yeah. So when you keep saying I have standing, right? Yeah, you don't. You really don't have any standing, trust yeah. me. And the immigrants yeah. have more standing
6: because they come onto the land yeah. before they get their ID. Yep.
4: They yeah, you the- well, well, I think, um, I think uh, that um I think that when the babies are born from what I understand that they they automatically take the um the status of the mother. But they do still have their sovereignty up until a certain point because the hospital has first lien position. So if you ever look at the <clears throat> the emergency paperwork that they're supposed to give you before you sign anything, you actually have to fight them for it. It will show yeah. that the hospital has the priority lien on it because of whatever payment needs to be made, but no one knows the payment because they don't disclose it. Right. Um, right. <laughs> and so the hospital takes the lien and runs to the county and files it and then alters the name on the discharge documents. So I'm thinking some, at some point during the hospitalization, someone needs to ask, listen, what is the, um, I need to take care of the importation fee before I leave. And, of course, exactly. they're going to, you know, put you, put exactly. you through hours sure. of bullshit. You know. Hey, my daughter
1: but, asked for the paperwork, and that lady said to her, you know, she brought this up to me not even about three days ago. She said, do you remember what that lady said to you? I go, what, lady? She said, I want a copy of that paper, that information that you're asking my daughter. She said, I can't give it to you. I go, then why are you asking questions?
4: Right. And she goes, oh, it's for vital statistics. I said, who said you can fill it out?
1: We didn't ask you to fill out a vital statistics form. She goes, if I give it to you, I will lose my job. I'm not allowed to get I go, well, you know what? Get out of here. You're not allowed. She left the room. I said, get out now. <laughs> Come in here asking questions, and you're going to tell me I'm not going to get a copy of the paper that you're filling out. Right. And my friend, she found this is true. She said she found out, like, you know, when you have a baby, did you know that the hospital gets a separate social security number for that child, right? So that they can, like, say that the baby's in the hospital for a week or it's a neonatal or whatever, right? Yeah. So that nobody knows. They actually get a Social Security separate number for that baby yeah, to charge know.
5: it up. Yeah.
4: yeah, they do. And it, says, it also says in the paperwork <clears throat> that they're allowed, to, um, they're allowed to do certain things based upon the title. Um, I think it's titled IVD, which is Social Security, right? Yeah. So what they're doing is they're changing the name. They're creating a fake name. It's identity theft. And then they're mm-hmm. running it through that Social Security account under the uh, under the original name on the bracelet. Once the original name on the bracelet is altered to the certificate, <clears throat> then the certificate takes place of the baby on the bracelet, and then the, 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 the actual baby loses its... Um, Liberties and sovereignty when that certificate is filed, because the vital statistics will tell you we don't record people. They don't record yeah. people. They record events. Right. 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 You know what
1: I'm saying? Hey, you know I asked that question. I said, what is the event that you tagged a, a, a baby cat or something, right. or, or a pig or a dog? Because um. You never said, I tell them, you know, one thing I don't see on that title is that this, this name belongs to a human being. Right. It belongs to mankind or a woman. But you right. don't put anything down. You just say that something happened. And There's I was saying in the that.
4: State. There are no signatures so- on it for a doctor. There's no signatures in any place where it's supposed to be. They take the worksheet, they cut and paste it, and they put them all in different positions on the document. That's what
1: they do
4: yeah, and, but um uh you know
1: there's there's where there's a will, there's a way, yeah. and way around that, but uh for now we're I'm just testing the waters, and um trust me after to I, i'm t- every day i like people try to talk to me, the reason why I can't talk to you is I'm so busy. On that phone now, because I'm better, you know, from what happened Ooh. to me, that I'm fighting these people now. And um, I'm going to do a lot of a lot of hurting in these coming weeks like they ain't never seen before. Uh, you know, like, you have to put up with it. And I'm getting older. I hear you. And I feel I like you. you're getting older. They try to abuse you yes they do yeah Uh, yeah, they won't listen oh we're not going to do this we're not i i even tell them what do you think that i'm a child or something i'm not a child um but i said to myself let me calm down because i'm going to get you and you're going to see like I, i when i people tell me this all the time you can't do nothing to them we've tried we've tried i said well where there's a will there's a way That's probate. And, um, yeah, you just, hey, but I'm going to be, remember we were talking about this one time we were saying probate, right? I said, yeah, but I'm not here to probate, honey. I'm here to masturbate you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Um, listen, I ain't ain't heard what the judge will probably fall back on his chair because they're usually like 60 or 70 in that probate room. (laughs) Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, My phone's dying. Okay, but, um, take a Viagra um, and call okay. it a day.
4: <laughs> well, anyway, I hope um, you guys enjoyed but, the yeah.
1: call. And you know, I'm glad that you came on.
4: I love hearing your voice. I love you. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to say that her, I read her book a few times, and she, she actually. Um, helped me and a few other people that I know, and um, you know she's just a super awesome, sweet, knowledgeable lady, and her her husband also. They're both amazing people. And um, yeah, I was listening to some of the show, and you know they're just they're just valuable hidden gems in this world, and there's you know not as many as there used to be, you know. So
5: right with that, and
1: you know you'll find more gems, but um. I'm going to thank everybody for being on the call, and uh, we had a lot of surprise people on today, and that you join us next week. And let me see if I find that um, special needs provision in the palms manual. Okay, okay.
6: Jennifer, thank you for inviting us
1: on. Oh yeah, thank you, and you've been very informative. And thank everybody that's been on the call tonight. Hope to see you next week, same time.
6: Okay. Thank
1: you. Right. thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Good night. Hey, guys, the link is on the website. Legal Deception. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
6: Thanks.
5: Good night.